0: Um, All right, welcome everybody to an all new episode of Figure It Out, the show where we combine our love for all things figures and our love for pretty much everything else. Um, This episode is going to be a very, very, very fun one and one that I'm pretty sure I will stress everybody out about. Um, (laughs) Let me introduce the panel before we get started. Starting off with Pete. What's going on, Pete?
1: What's up, everybody? Salud. Happy
2: Tuesday.
0: Absolutely. What's going on, JD?
2: What up, Streamland?
0: How's everybody doing out there? Yeah, JD. Before we uh, before we we started recording, let me know. Um, he will definitely forget about me when he's rich and famous. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that was, you know, that's that's always good to 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 know. <laughs> who's, this, who's
2: this on the show with me tonight?
0: Yeah. Who's who's that Juwan guy? I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, Joel. What's going on, Joel?
3: Uh, what is going on, guys?
0: All right, so let's I'll kick this off. You. I Chilling. want to start off with, um, we were talking about it a, a little bit beforehand. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has made it known. Lobo is a guy he would love to portray. Um, never really thought about Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Lobo. Uh, just never have. Just never once crossed my mind. Because um, <laughs> I, I think, I think. The reason why it never really crossed my mind was we saw how bad Woody Harrelson looks with with hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan with like the long dreads is just something that it's gonna take a long time for me to just like work that image into my head. Um, it obviously can be done. It's done on all- But
2: does it have to be dreads? It could it be a mullet?
0: Think of it,
3: not a mullet.
2: Oh yeah, that's a. I don't know. Um, he's an '80s guy. That came into prominence. Excuse me, Lobo was an eighties back. That came into prominence in the nineties. And what was the hairstyle for all white guys in the nineties? The month. the skin
1: fade.
0: Oh, you know what? Right. You know what, JD? The rat tail. You know what? I'll say this, JD. If
4: huh.
0: Krypton had not have used Lobo, yeah, and that look just looked so good. It was good. I think I wouldn't have been as I, I wouldn't have been as like you know. I wouldn't have needed the the dread look, but now that I've seen that it works, and I know we won't get mm. that any, you know, we won't get that anymore. I don't think Krypton will ever be back. Um, now, I'm but the dread
2: like, look, Krypton. brother, the dread look on Lobo didn't come out until the New Fifty Two Weekly series came out for DC. Lobo had been a dormant property for quite a while. Um, no. When Lobo was at his height, it was Keith Giffen doing the the exaggerated look for it. It was Brian Boland doing the his 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 pieces for it um and it was the shock hairstyle you know what i mean it was it was a metal hit so if he can pull off a metal look i'm cool with it jeffrey Dean morgan has the hamminess we know he plays to the camera um mm-hmm. without playing to the camera as he's mm-hmm. done in walking dead right what? and if nothing you know lobo was breaking the fourth wall before deadpool gwen pool 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 and 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 who else pulled? you know um All pulls. I missed yeah, that. Man. I gotta read that pool pool. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh definitely metalhead. And he has that gruff uncle surly uh attitude down to a a T. You know, that's that's Jeffrey D. Morgan in uh in know in, in nutshell. a nutshell. Um so that's how I see Lobo. You know, he is your anti Fantastic Four thing, he's your favorite uncle. But he's that drunk uncle that was part of a metal, uh, <laughs> you know, metal band that was still a biker and hanging out at bar most nights.
0: Yeah, you you know what it is like. Again, I I I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan can do it. Uh, it's it's never about do I think he can handle the acting or the presence. I think he can definitely do it. And since unfortunately we will never see him as uh, the Thomas Wayne from Flashpoint, like he wants to do. Why not let him be Lobo, you know? So to me, you know, I'm completely fine with it. But in Joel, I'm going to go to you. It always pops in my head. You know how you always say, Joel, like hairstyles is something that every time they do an interpretation, they for some strange reason feel the need to change it. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like if the character is a blonde, they'll make him a brunette. And it's like, why? Why? So I think the thing with Lobo to me is the only Lobo that I know is with the look and now that I've seen the look can work, I kind of would like to see it again. But you know, again, it's not it's not how like you uh Joel, how you view Gambit to where it's like if he ain't got that Cajun accent, Joel's setting a out the door.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So That's it's what not, not, yeah. right.
0: It's not an it's not an essential to Lobo. Like his hair isn't what makes Lobo. But it is a very unique look that I would like to see. Um but but Joel, your your thoughts on Jeffrey Dean Morgan liking the idea of
3: playing uh, Lobo. Well, I like it too, because uh, that was one of my uh, fan casts for him for a long time. Um, considering I figured he wouldn't get a chance to be uh, Thomas Wayne Batman, um, I'm like, what else can I put him? And I thought Lobo would be a good spot. I don't know if he's as big as I normally would want a Lobo, but the guy that did it on TV wasn't very big either, and he pulled it off very fine. <laughs> so, um. If he could do it, then Jeffrey can definitely do it and pack on whenever pounds he got pretty big for, like, the comedian, and uh, I'm not really worried about the hair, because um, it just looks long hair or uh, dreaded hair. I mean, long dreaded hair. I mean, regardless, it's going to be long hair, right? So mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's doable, and, and it definitely could be done practical, as you saw uh, on, the, on the show, because they, again, they nailed it. So I'll make if they give us something even close to that in a movie with the, we finally get them on that bike and like, hell yeah. I, I definitely want to see a live of logo, a Lobo. And then I think the world is ready for it.
0: Yeah. Um, and it, 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 starts a good feel. Cause once you get Lobo on the bike, it's, and I'm not saying it competition wise, but it's in Marvel. You're on the clock to give us a goddamn ghost rider. <laughs> you know, you got to respond with another guy on the bike. Um, so to me, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, us. you know, you know, you know, Pete, I'm going to be completely honest mm. with you. I think Ghost Rider might be the only character that I'm a large fan of that. I really just don't have like any name. Someone says, I, I think I'm just okay with it. Like he's the one character. And I think as you, know, I fan cast literally fucking everything.
4: <laughs>
0: I, I just. I don't know. I'm always just okay with like someone was just telling me they hated Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider. And I'm like, I don't see it. I, I love the first one. I really did. The second one should have never been made, but I really did like the first one. I really you know, I like-,
2: I like the second one better than
3: I like the first one. I did too. Wow. I
0: did too. <laughs> what? Who the fuck are you guys? Wow. Really? You like the first one? You know, I didn't like it, any of them. It is? I- oh, I'm going to be 100% okay. honest. I'm going to be 100% honest, J.D. <laughs> Erratic Nicholas Cage always appeals to me. <laughs> was a Certain level of craziness that he brought to, to Johnny Cage that I really like. In that one scene, uh, Johnny Blaze, Johnny Blaze. Sorry, where he first um transformed, and you see him like peeling like the the flesh. That was off. cool.
1: Credit where it's due. I really
0: love this. Yeah, I'm like I really okay. love this. So.
1: I did like the desert scene when you know he meets up with. Uh, What's his name? I can't think of the old cowboy's name,
2: uh, uh, the actor.
1: But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Not, uh, not uh, the Marlboro
1: Man, for God's sakes! <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know uh, who you're talking about.
1: Uh, the damn. scene when That's they're running Sam through Leo. the desert. Uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Thank you. Couldn't come up with it. Thank you. I mm-hmm. love that scene. That was great. I did like the flesh peeling scene because it was one of those, like, you never consider, like, it might just hurt to get skeletalized right. every yeah. goddamn time.
4: right, right. right. right.
1: But, like, I, I half agree with you, Juwan, when it comes to that. Like, to me, I, I see Norman Reedus from Walking Dead on the bike, and that <laughs> just screams Johnny Blaze to me. But Johnny was not my ghost rider. Dan Ketch was. So when right. it comes to Ketch, I'll accept, like, almost anybody. You, like, you as long as he kind of looks the part and you give me those villains, Blackout and Zodiac and yep. Uh, yep. forget the other guy uh but yeah, that was that was my ghostwriter so but I if i know. if i need Kate, if i need johnny blaze mm-hmm. i really want to see Norman. you know plus i want the him in a comical movie
0: go ahead jd no i
2: was gonna say the other guy was the he was the head guy he was the lex Luthor and we don't remember what his fucking name was we remember zodiac and the second blackout who was like a, a, a saber tooth wannabe death watch okay. was it death watch death watch yes
1: that just, okay. like, came, that came, like, running. Like, yes. it was late to the party.
2: I'm here. <laughs> uh, I, I just, you know, they could have saved so much money by not giving us skeleton fingers, by putting gloves, real leather gloves on his hands, which would have worked. It would have made him look beefier. And you could have saved that money to give us a better special effect on the head or whatever, because it just, it, it hurt me. But I felt the part, if I had to choose between one and two, I think two was a better flip. It was a little bit darker. Um, yeah. First one, it just, you know, 16 year old slash 47 year old Nicholas Cage, <laughs> uh, uh, didn't work for me. Um, where, where you played off against Eva Mendez, who was the same character, but between 21 and 22, she was two different actresses. Really weird. Um, uh, and then, the, you know, the, the black guy, uh, the bad guy, Blackheart, mm-hmm. with the, the demon elementals, just didn't, it didn't do it for me.
0: No, I get should it. should have had a
2: bag floating behind him.
1: They didn't do Blackheart justice
0: <laughs> at all. I, I will always say, I think to me, because I I think people use worst superhero movie ever. I think they use that a lot. And I have, I have the same problem with that, that I do when people always say, oh, this is the greatest movie ever. Oh, this is the greatest movie ever. It takes the flair out of movies that actually do fit the parameters of that. So to me, I always remind people like, we had a Jonah Hex movie. Yes, That is some of the Uh, worst shit ever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, do I think Ghost Rider was worse than Jonah Hex? No. No,
1: I saw that one. No, yeah,
0: I did too. So that, that's that's all I'm saying. So that's when people are like it's the worst thing ever. I'm like,
1: Nick I'm, Fury, Agent of Shield
0: oh, with David Hasselhoff bad.
1: That was
2: bad. Go deeper yeah. to the original Doctor Strange movie. How about that? Oh yeah, man, I never born, even seen
3: that. Basically, born yeah. one. I you, know
0: you know what? You know what? I'm gonna say this. I always tell Joel so when I think of worst superhero movies ever, I put a certain movie high that I found out later in life. A lot of people enjoyed, and I'm like, I, I wish I would have known you uh, earlier in life. I hated that at first. Incredible Hulk. I thought Eric Banner was awesome.
4: Cool. I thought yeah. Nick
0: Nolte was awesome. I thought everything else about him jumping from Mexico back to San Francisco was and like, like the stupidest shit ever. Um, like there was a lot I hated about that movie. <laughs> I think the only yeah. thing that I can say I enjoyed was his fight against the dogs. That was pretty. Dope. That was that was that's right it. out of the comics
1: too. That yeah, was I enjoyed. Cool. that. I
3: like the desert scene too.
2: Yeah, throwing the yeah. tank was cool.
3: Yeah, that was dope. I you didn't know, like when
2: that. He get hit by on his own junk. His <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but see, you guys didn't. You guys don't remember the red brown, the red brown Captain America, or the I Mark Singer Met Captain America, where, where uh, Red Skull was Italian.
1: I uh, do remember that, but I still liked
2: that movie because fantastic. it was Pretty. Captain America. The Captain America movie it was like holy hell. We got a Captain America movie. with Italian. the plastic ears.
0: You yeah, know, remember the, you Dolph
2: Lundgren? the Dolph Lundgren Punisher? Awesome uh, flick. Uh, uh, all, I, all he North. needed was the skull. No skull. Yeah,
3: yeah that's stupid. No, super. you
2: know, you, I mean, <laughs> you there's like, so <laughs> many. So, see, okay, so, you know, as the elder statesman of this group, right, I was stuck watching and having to defend mm-hmm. what we now know and love for a lot more years. You guys, you know, you guys, uh, not Pete. But, you know, jo- jo- Joan, especially, you came in into the glory days, man. Even <laughs> when you were younger, the Fantastic Four cartoons that came out, that second I season of Fantastic Four is some of the greatest storytelling. Uh, that second season of Fantastic Four, I'm putting up there almost with Justice League Unlimited.
3: Ooh,
5: ooh wow. that's tough. The I mean, second I, it was
2: season good,
3: but geez. great
2: storytelling. They pulled directly from the Jack Kirby era of, yeah. um, of uh, Fantastic Four. There was a year-long narrative on that. You know, so there mm-hmm. was the A story and there was that continual B story. You got guest yeah. spots from Thor, Richard mm-hmm. Rico, who was a motorcycle guy as Ghost Rider. You guys don't know who Richard Grieco is? I you? know
1: Richard Grieco. Richard or... Grieco, yeah, I know that name. Why he was I the guy that twenty-one Jump
2: Street. Uh, time, right after the uh, second, left,
1: the, la- the later version.
3: <laughs>
2: yes, after Johnny Depp left. Right. Um, So him as that. You had uh um John Reese Davies, who was um you know he was the troll in Lord of the Rings, but he was mm-hmm. also uh uh Sala from Indiana Jones. Yes, the voice of Thor and you want a nice, bombastic voice for Thor, you know, that worked on it. Um, you know, you got the scrolls in a way that I don't want to say rivaled that season of uh, Avengers that Juwan likes, you know, with, with Civil War, but you got scrolls as a so, real threat in that second season. First season, not so much. Um, and, and darker colors, they start off with the Inher- Inhumans, stuff like that. But go right. back to uh, uh, Lobo for a second, I think the best interpretation of lobo wasn't that uh, season of krypton it was really? brad garrett in justice league um unlimited
3: oh yeah oh pretty-
0: yeah 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 i am I'm, I'm i think i think more I'm so what I'm trying to say jd was i was first of all when i heard krypton was going to be on sci-fi i was just like well i won't watch this and i remember starting it and i was just like oh wow it's it's pretty good yeah. and then in the second season the budget enhanced because Lobo looked amazing, and and um, Doomsday Brilliant. looked even better. Yeah. Yeah. looked amazing. So I'm like, oh my god, you know, getting like, better, right? What they're building is really special here. So when they canceled, I was just like, damn. And damn. then you had the rumors of Lobo getting his own show, and then they scrapped that. And then Sci-Fi went on a whole scrap fest of scrapping all their good shows, um, you know, to make 19 more fucking Sharknadoes. But anyway,
2: mm-hmm. right? Um, well, that made the money. <laughs> And oh really one more thing. The dread look of, of Lobo mm-hmm. was a was kind of a rip of off of Rob Zombie.
3: That makes sense.
2: Yep. yep. Because when he showed up in that new fifty-two weekly series for DC, he had the he was sporting the dreads, but he was sporting that same curled uh cowboy style hat that Rob Zombie was was sporting at that it's time. It's
0: funny because every time you mention New 52, I laugh JD because me and Joel argue about this all the time. I tell, oh, him- sorry, it
2: wasn't new 52. It was
0: okay, the series you. was called I 52. I okay, I got
2: you. Oh, no, yeah, no, Fifty Two he looked completely different.
1: It was the Backstreet Boy logo, Lobo. Yeah, that oh, was, 50. was, yeah, I was, he was, I was, I was about bad. About to
0: say, I always argue with Joel about how much I hate the new 52, and then he reminds me of all the storylines that I love are from the new 52. Oh, yeah, and I always say to myself. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> but Lobo, that, that is true. That is. Yeah, true.
3: Lobo, was, Lobo was bad in that, but but they really <laughs> were bad.
1: rebirth and stuff.
0: Um. All right, so we all agree, you know Jeffrey Dean Morgan, sign yeah. Sign us I'm up. with it. I liked
1: him since Supernatural, and I'm i with it. Yeah. Yep, yeah. me too.
2: Um, I liked it since P.S. I love you when he made me cry. Oh. Yes, I love you. Do I remember? <gasps> I don't think I you that. P- Come on. Oh, my God. All right. So this is the sap in me, right? Huh? So I, I had to watch it for the missus. And it was with, um, oh, my God, 300. What's his name? Uh, uh, Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler
3: Gerard Butler. He was
2: married to uh, a female karate kid. Okay. Uh, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. And he was dying. and I
3: already can't watch this movie. Oh,
2: dude, it was a beautiful <laughs> love story. And, and he knew he was dying from cancer. And he set up her life to take a, a nice a vacation, a tour back to his country to learn more about him in Ireland or Scotland. Uh, Ireland oh or Scotland, I thought it was. And, and she ended up meeting Jeffrey Dean Morgan along the way.
0: Yeah. And, I know
2: this movie. Oh, you see? It's a yeah, true joke.
0: All my mom watches is rom coms. So. Oh, dude, I, I think that's another show.
1: I, I think we should do like our favorite rom com slash chick flicks because we all got them. You know, we all got them. Those couple that we just like, we don't admit to be.
0: No, so I, I openly admit it. If you, feel, if you, Uh-oh. if you think has some if bitch you ass, I don't <laughs> got some goddamn rom coms in my holster. You got mm-hmm. another damn thing.
2: But I got, mm-hmm. I got rom com tear jerkers. Like, dude, what dreams may come. Oh man, that's a that's hurtful though. It's hurtful, Jesus. but you know what? It's based on the love of of one man uh, uh, for his wife, and wanting to go through the depths of hell, and being guided through his kids that passed away. And right. I'm sorry, right. but Anna, Annabella Ciara, was uh, she was one of my childhood crushes. Mm-hmm. I go oh. through hell
1: for her. Love Actually, favorite one of my favorite movies of all time. Yes,
0: yes, mm-hmm. love it. Yes. yes. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you think Pretty Woman's not being brought up, you got another thing <laughs> coming. Absolutely. Another guy. But
1: put, put that in the uh, in the notch list. Like, all right, we're no. going to do favorite
0: rom-coms. All right, all we're going to do days. some rom-coms. I got you. I'm see, with it. See, everyone that listens to the show is like, oh, you know, these guys would never. Yeah, we're going to talk rom-coms, and we're going to okay. have to talk rom-coms. All
2: right, all right. All right. So sure. I got it. Well, so rom-com is one show. I have another show, and it's a stump you show. And it's where each one of us comes up with a different way to stump the rest of the crew. Mm. But we're taking movies that we know mm. and we're only describing the movies by the main actors and the superhero roles that they have played. So for argument's sake, I would that. say, I would I like say Batman versus Wolverine fighting over Black Widow. Gotcha. Okay,
1: so I understand what you're going to And the movie
2: would be prestige
1: um, we prestige yeah. mm-hmm. right right and the only reason i know that is because you you've described it in that yeah, way as before as
2: that as that yeah. so yep. you know can we just have one episode can can we stump the other's knowledge you know can we go 6 degrees of separation to find out who is the link between all of them i Ooh.
0: like it i like it it's really? a good i'm going to lose whodunit. at
1: this i'm bad at this by the way <laughs> just so we all know <laughs> it's a
0: good old whodunit i
1: like it is it a- is there like a penalty for getting it wrong? Like you have to do a shot or something?
2: No, because that show's not going <laughs> to... <nobody,
0: laughs> if only you knew how horrible my memory was. I, 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 I'd be for, drunk in the first 10 minutes.
2: For everyone else, if they lose, they don't do a shot. For you, if you get the answer right... Then, then I get, get to do, do a shot? Yes,
0: because... Right, that's my inspiration.
2: It's reward, okay. <laughs>
0: I like it. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Uh, The Venom trailer dropped today. Um, Andy Serkis uh, was a director for it, uh, is a director for it, so I said was, like, he just got swapped out. He is director for this new Venom movie, Let There Be Carnage. Um, I'm going to say right now, I walked out of the first one going, didn't hate it. Um, It hit certain marks for me, like, seeing She-Venom was something I never thought I'd, I'd, I'd ever see. So okay. it was just like, wow, they did that. And in this trailer, it looks like it's going to hit on certain comic book marks that might make me go, you know what? Never thought they'd do that. I like it. Okay. Um, but again, I'll never enjoy a world built by Spider-Man with no Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking it purely for what it is, mm-hmm. you know, not basing it off of what we'd like it to be. The trailer was, yeah, yeah, you know, okay all right, cool, yeah, you know. Um, I think definitely what saved that trailer was revealing Carnage at the end because I think nothing else really of that trailer was strong. (laughs) I think think it spent too much time reminding you of all the things you didn't like from the first movie. Like, hey, remember that script uh, that wasn't that strong? Yeah, I do. Remember all that humor? I I do. (laughs) I
3: like the humor in that movie. I,
0: you know, Okay, okay, okay. I don't I don't have a strong enough argument to, to argue it.
1: I agree with Joel. I think the buddy comedy, like the the buddy cop comedy aspect of no. it saved it. Yeah, like, I, agree. I agree. I mean I'm buddy Hearing, the, hearing it was, Eddie and the symbiote arguing back and forth. Yeah, because I mean the symbiote's though, in his head. To I, be I get fair that.
0: though, JD, Pete and Joel are right, but that's well let me not say only, but I think it's mainly because of how lackluster that script was. Yeah, um, it was literally the only thing it had to offer um, was the ad- like Eddie telling the symbiote like, hey, we don't eat people. And he's like, oh, <laughs> really? He's like, yes, don't eat people like that. Stuff like that was definitely hilarious. Can I, eat him? Um, <laughs> I
1: mean they, they just repeated that in the se- in, like the beginning of the yeah. second trailer It's like I All will right. eat Mrs. Chen. No, you can't eat Mrs. Chen. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Um
0: so that was that was good. Uh Pete, I'm gonna go to you. One, did you notice the Stan Lee the Stan Lee cameo? I did and not,
1: it, as a matter of fact.
0: There is a Stan Lee cameo, and it's uh, he's on a magazine. Okay. Okay. Venom is actually straightening the magazine as Eddie walks into the store. Uh huh. Um, it's it's and we know in the first one he was the the dog walker,
1: right? Eddie
0: Eddie ran into. Right. Um, So it's really dope to see that he managed to make his way on. on Uh,
1: I'm glad to see that. uh, I I missed that. I did pick up something else that I'm going to bring up in a moment, but uh, yeah, I I do like the the buddy comedy thing of. Because, I mean, what would it be like to live with an alien entity that's in your yeah. head the whole time? It's not just we are Venom. There is a we there. So there should be two personalities. So that was, that was, in, I guess, intriguing to see in, in the first one. That said, I, I thought the script for the first one was pure garbage. Uh, one of the things I strongly disliked was that the symbiotes, and I will never say symbiote. I'd, I'd like to punch everyone in the face that says that. Mm. Um, but the symbiotes... Names were Whatever it was uh, Riot And Venom And that's a problem to me So you're going to tell me that on their home planet Like if I look at your driver's license It says Venom And I Why why do you have a fucking English ass name That's stupid But I'm not here to gripe about the first one As far as this one goes I'm a little nervous That I'm glad they did it but I'm also nervous that they showed Carnage immediately because that's you know that seems to be something that you wait until like trailer two or three for. So it kind of makes me think that they don't have a lot of faith in this movie themselves.
0: I don't know. Mm. I don't I don't know if you hold on that. I don't know if you hold on that. Because here's the thing: if you don't show Carnage, here's the thing. We've already <sighs> seen what um, what Venom
1: can do, right?
0: Well, what Venom can do, what Venom looks like, his whole story, and we've also seen cassidy so it's mm. like if we didn't see cassidy at the end and then this was like show and it's like okay yeah you can build to that but the fact of we've seen everything already so mm. if you didn't show it it would have been like well this seems like part one but like your deleted scenes you know what i'm saying so it's right. like you had to sell something
1: and speaking of cassidy I'm so glad they ditched that curly hair wig or whatever yeah. that they dressed Woody Harrelson in. I'm I'm totally fine with Cletus having like a, a buzz cut of red hair. I'm I'm good with that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it looks like they're like he's he's being experimented on, like maybe they're or that somebody switch. He's about to get a lethal injection for the death penalty, and it looks it, like that. it gets switched to the Carnage symbiote or something.
0: No, it yeah. looks like all right. So. What I put together was, I think he writes Eddie uh, a, um, a letter.
1: Nope. Okay.
0: He writes Eddie a letter. And I think uh, he got blood on the letter. And when Eddie, when Eddie receives it, the symbiote kind of gets on it. And then I guess whenever he, whenever he visits him again, I assume it latches on at, at some point. Because when you look closely, it's, it's the, uh, the carnage blood pushing the, the lethal injection back. Uh-huh. So it's pushing... Okay,
1: I got to watch it again.
0: Um, And then you see him kind of start to transform, and then he kind of, like, explodes through the... Wasn't
1: clock. it his egg? It was, like, a little... Like, a rain droplet that was left when Eddie broke out of prison. But that's in the comics. Eddie wasn't in prison in, 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 the, in the movie. movie. Right. right, So right. who the hell knows how they're going to arrange that's it, but... What?
2: this doesn't work for me, guys. I'm sorry. I, that's, I agree with you. That's... Finish. Without Spider Man,
1: Juwan's right. right. It, it, this is really hard right. to do,
2: right? But yeah, did Mark-
1: anybody notice there's a particular scene where, he, in the background, it looks like it there's a newspaper that mentions the Avengers.
3: Yeah, the Daily Boo. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so Night-
1: Avengers. It looks like it says Avengers lose to Nightmare, which yeah, makes okay. me wonder what, like, are they referring to oh, Thanos well. as a nightmare or are they referring to Nightmare? nightmare, nightmare. nightmare.
0: <laughs> here's where here's where it's super confusing. Andy, Andy just came out and said how it's its, its own thing. You know, kind of like how James Gunn... But like they,
1: they can't say, like, oh, yeah, it's involved. Like I, I completely
0: get you. I completely get you. But let's look at it from the lens of if he is telling the truth. Kind of okay. like how James Gunn said, suicide squad is self-contained. It's not necessarily something you'll see bridging anything, right? So where Andy already is misguided mm-hmm. is when you look at the newspaper that that officer is reading... It says Daily Bugle and it's the same logo design that you see on the bus in Morbius where it says where is Spider-Man. Ooh. So clearly those two connect and there is a Spider-Man. I think the point Andy was making was they aren't they aren't they don't know of a Spider-Man that exists yet. So I don't know if they're going to try to rectify that maybe this was well before I don't know what they're going to do. we are going down speculation
2: train, bro. (laughs) No,
0: no, no, no. no. No, I was just about to say, part of me does kind of feel like they did that on purpose. And it might be scavengers, not Avengers. So to me, I kind of feel like (laughs) if you're trying to hide it, you don't put that in there. Because then it's just like, well, it's right there. It's Avengers. Like you're literally showing it to me. So part of me is just like, it could be them just toying with us. Maybe it actually says scavengers.
2: Okay, um, okay. Because the,
0: the, the front of the newspaper is all about uh, Cassidy's uh, murder spree. Right, right. Um, so I'm like, it could have something to do with that. Passengers, something, nightmare. Uh, it could be passengers was the word. So I did originally with Joelle yesterday, immediately go, oh, my God, that shit said Avengers. And then I slept on it. I was just like, maybe, it, maybe. Maybe. It. <laughs> like I, I've got my hopes up too much, and I'm just like, eh, you know what? Maybe, maybe it just
3: doesn't. Maybe I'm pretty sure. At least in my opinion, I think it's just gonna. I think that world is gonna very much play out like the Netflix world was, where <laughs> Sony will acknowledge that that some of that stuff exists around them, but they like like Marvel side will probably never ever acknowledge them. You know what I mean? It's just. Seems like how it's gonna play out. At least for now, it seems as how it's gonna go. I mean, Joel,
0: you know, well, we'll have to see because seeing Vulture in Morbius was a huge. Yeah, but until and I
3: see Morbius in a Marvel movie, you get what I'm
1: saying?
0: I do, I do, I do, I do. It does only
1: say E N G E R S. So yeah, there's there's a lot of ways they can go with that, you're right. A
0: lot of ways. So that's <clears throat> why I'm like, if possible it could be right. until I see yeah, that there's... in the MCU version. Right.
1: right. But I, I mean
3: look, Vulture Showing up in the Morbius show, like to me, does like that's a big surprise, right. <laughs> you know I mean?
4: yeah.
3: Um, so for me, like that's why I think they're gonna they, they exist within that world in some capacity. It's just I'm not sure how much they're gonna like mesh. <laughs> I mean, aside from like the Spider Man character,
0: uh,
1: hopefully, like we get a cameo at the end of this one. That's I'll be I, real I'd happy have. if that happens. I'd like that, yeah, I'd like that,
0: or or Disney... we can get something that ties into it from um far from home.
1: Anything. I'll take it. Whatever a good writer can spin it to where I'll like it.
2: That's what? all I need. I'm
0: sorry, go ahead, JD.
2: No, no, I think Disney shot themselves in the foot by giving uh, Sony the formula. And they may never get those franchises back now because they're building it up to be strong enough to exist on their own where yeah. there could be a possibility mm-hmm. if the next renegotiation of contracts go south, you yeah. know that stuff gets pulled and we never get a unified uh, uh Marvel. You yes, say
0: that, you say that, and albeit you are not in the present wrong. What's wrong with that long term is that we've seen what Sony looks like with no Marvel. And it was something that they couldn't sustain. So I'm like, you could say, all right, you know what, we got the formula, you know, and then we're gonna we're gonna ditch you. And then you could create your own Spider-Man movie. Like think about this. They have the formula and we're still talking about how we thought that was a weak script for Venom and how this looks like it could possibly also be another weak script. So they've shown that they clearly don't grasp the the formula. Right. They okay. It, but they don't grasp it fully. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when they give me okay. a great movie of these characters in the Spider-Man universe that isn't the Spider-verse, um then I can say, "You know what?" God damn, Feige, you gotta got figure something out they, They're getting good now But for right Sorry. now, it's very much still The little kid trying to shoot over his dad And he's blocking everything at the rim Like, everything is being Kevin
1: okay. Kevin Feige's just gonna, like, snap one day And kidnap the children of all the Sony executives and be like Well, if you want your kids back, you can sell a Spider-Man
0: Yeah, sell a <laughs> Spider-Man, so you can get everybody back
1: We uh, at Peach um, Basement and Geek Vibes Nation Do not advocate the r- Kidnapping and ransom of children Just saying it's possible. possibility
0: we're just saying sometimes sacrifices need to be had for the best. Exactly.
1: So sometimes things need to be taken to extreme because that's the only language people understand. Yeah.
0: I'm just so picturing a, a knock on our door from the cops tomorrow. So one Sony exec son is been heard it. It's like he's, he's missing.
2: Gone. Do you know how Hello. we find Pete Deluca?
0: You met, met their kids' kids.
2: I, I thought you meant like you know like in like a like a like a metaphor for like you know we'll keep your PlayStation or some shit.
0: No, like no, that. no, no, no. You know what, JD? Yes, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. That's clearly <laughs> what I meant. That is clearly what we meant. I was
1: referring to their sour patch kids that exactly. like we're stealing their candy. Exactly. We're stealing exactly. their candy, like taking candy from a baby. That's, that's what I what meant.
0: meant. <laughs> that's what we meant. That's what we meant. As we subtly hide the duct tape. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So, Pete, did you want to add anything else from this uh, "Let There Be Carnage" trailer?
1: I just that like I'm I'm probably gonna bitch about it continually for the next several months. And am I gonna see it? Yeah, I'm still gonna see it. Mm. Uh, am I gonna like it? I don't know. Like, you know, I watched the first one. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it either. I so that's kind of where I'm going into this one. Like, if I go in with low expectations, I hopefully nobody hands me a pickaxe. Like just. <laughs> so I can dig lower that's it
0: like i said uh i remember looking over to joel in the first one where um the shuttle had crashed and they had said that the pilot was jameson's son and i was mm-hmm. just like oh you guys are really you're hitting some of these accurate marks for me i'm like bravo yeah. bravo so mm-hmm. I, like i said if this movie hits some of those marks for me to me that's a win it, it honestly is because at the end of the day we're going into this going. This story does look a little iffy. So to me, just hit the mark, and to me, you have to show. And that's 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 the thing. And I'm gonna pass it to you, uh, Joel. That's the thing that I'm curious to see how Andy Circus differentiates. We see Venom kill, right? And obviously they don't show it. Like you see him go to eat somebody, and right. you know they're obviously. And I'm not here trying to say I need that. I'm just I'm making a point. So you see him go to eat somebody, but they don't show it, right? So I'm like, now that Carnage exists, you have to differentiate how he kills and how that's supposed to be drastically worse than how Venom kills. So I, I am curious how Andy will show the, the difference on how the two kill because you can't just have Carnage go and eat someone like how Venom does because then it's like, uh, isn't he supposed to be like an extreme version of that? Like, So I am curious. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying I need to see heads being chopped off but you do need to show the extremely violent side of Carnage. So I am curious on how uh Andy Circus goes about that. But Joel, your uh your thoughts on this trailer.
3: Um I I I watched it. <laughs> um I I didn't hate it, uh, I just felt like I needed to see more. Like I saw basically what what I saw from the first movie, except with Carnage in it, which is awesome. But at the same time, I didn't see enough Carnage and I didn't see um, I just didn't see enough to really get a good grasp of what we're going to get in the second movie uh, if it's anything like the first movie I mean I probably won't hate it again um, which is fine uh, and I'll probably be entertained by the banter between Venom and, and Brock and and hopefully I'll like the chemistry between him and Carnage and, and, and uh, Cletus Cassidy and that's really important too so like as long as that's fine i'll probably i still probably enjoy the movie and i'd say i would love for them to find a way to get a spider on that man's chest but i'm not sure how that's ever gonna work <laughs> so they do i do enjoy the fact that he has white veins you know that's pretty interesting you know that's cool uh at least they're, they're giving him something there so it's not just this black abyss and his on his body it's this big black blob but um i, I you know it, I, again, I enjoyed the first movie, too. So it's like, they give me uh, something just slightly better. I, I'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Again, that, that's really all I asked for. Uh, but, J.D., you've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Did anything in that trailer catch you at, at all, like, catch your interest at all?
2: Uh, Nothing in that trailer caught my interest. I'm not going to say that I will never see the movie because I just sat through an entire first season of Jupiter's Legacy, um, and I didn't like that. But um, when it comes to, you know, Venom, when we tie it into our show, um, you know, there's no action figure line to this, Yeah. right? There's none of the characters pop off of the screen and say, hey, we can make a figure off of this, be it, you know, six different versions of, of, they would do with Batman, you know, give us six different versions of Venom. or, or like with the Spawn movie, give us iconic scenes. I don't know if you guys remember. You know, there were four iconic scenes that tied into the to the Spawn movie. But other than those, you know, the statues, or I, I don't see anything tying in that you can market the Venom movie in another way um, uh, that brings playability out. Of it. You know, it's not, it's not, it's PG thirteen, but it's not a kids' flick. Um, like, like Joel said, you know, to not have the, the white spider on the chest, that's like having Superman without the shield,
0: the S on his chest.
2: Yeah. You need that. That's his iconography.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Again. And and it also speaks to what I was, me and Joel were talking about yesterday. It also kind of gives me a feel and I know Venom is an antihero. But I also, the main reason why I don't like what Sony's doing with their universe is you're really kind of making all these villains like good guys, essentially. Yes. Um, and it's yes, like, are. it kind of makes it feel yes. like, well, there's no room for Spider-Man to interact with these guys because they're not, like, there's no issue between the two. It would be what? like, it would be Spider-Man teaming up with Venom. Yeah, could they bump heads? Sure. But it's not like, I'm here to kill you because ultimately... Venom didn't come from Spider-Man like we know him to, so it's right. really just like, right. okay, yeah, let's let's achieve a goal and, and move on. And it's like
2: Venom was a troll. I
0: want that. He no. went after mm-hmm. Spider-Man. He went after Mary Jane. He went after no May and stuff like that. And that mm-hmm. was part of his personality. and We're not
2: getting. that. Yep.
0: So mm-hmm. that's why I'm kind of like, why why would I why would I want that? Right. So, mm-hmm. You know, you I'm gonna get it.
2: a refill. I'll be right back, guys. Absolutely. You you know
0: Raven movie. Um, you know, all these characters that are supposed to be villains. And it's like, I'm cheering for them. How are you going to then turn and, and, and make it like, oh, now they want to fight each other? No, no, it's, it's messy. It's messy. Um, but all right, so we're going to head into our next, uh, our next topic. Um, I want to talk because I thought I really enjoyed this one. Um, comic books you'd love to see adapted. I want to start off with that. Uh, yep. I'm going to go ahead and start off. I want
4: this. I want it.
0: I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. it. Um, This is such a good read. And I know a lot of people were iffy on the movie, Um, but I can tell you the movie is nothing like this comic book. (laughs) (laughs) And I can tell you right now, first of all, here's how you know the movie was nothing like the comic. If anyone's played the game, the game is nothing like the movie. Um, the fact that Wesley Gibson does not don the suit is a travesty. Is a huge travesty. Um, but uh, Mark Miller did a such a good job on this run. Uh, this definitely deserves to be a series, not a movie. Should not be a movie again, because clearly we saw what happens when you make it a, a, a movie. Um, you, you know, you're appealing to a, a wider audience rather than sticking to what. What the comic is, but um, so I definitely want Wanted. But another one is, damn, I just dropped the book. Is Thick of Thieves? Thick of Thieves.
2: Oh.
0: I really, are you familiar with this, Pete?
2: I've I read
1: a little bit of it. I remember reading like the first couple of issues, and then I kind of fell off, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, this has so many twists and turns just in this one issue, just in this one volume. Um, This is such, such, such a fun read. Skybound, it's from Skybound. Um, I I really enjoy these two books and I would love to see them brought to life. And like I said, wanted, I desperately want because I want them in the suit, man. I really, really, really do. I know a lot of people because they're not familiar with it, don't care. But like just just seeing stuff like this is super dope. Like I love the book of what Wesley should look like, the attitude Wesley should have. Um, And they have a lot of really, really, really interesting characters. Like, they have actual bad guys. (laughs) I know to a lot of people, they're like, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, they have actual bad guys in these wanted comics. Um, So that's what I want to see be adapted, um, because I would just have such a good time with it. Um, Jupiter's Legacy, (laughs) as J.D. was just saying, I did enjoy it, um, but I'm not- I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? Okay. No. I'm not going to say anything. Um, But I'm not familiar with the comic book. But um, to me, this watching this, I was definitely glad they decided to make it episodic and not a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just certain stuff just shouldn't be a movie. Um, but Joel, is there any, uh, any comics that um, hasn't been adapted that you would like to see uh, adapted?
3: Uh, to live action? Yeah, I mean... A lot of them have been adapted already, but are and are probably being adapted at the moment. But I think one that I don't know if will ever be adapted that I'd really like was Savage Dragon. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would love to see that, but I just don't. I don't think it'll happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would to me. Let me let me ask you: Why don't you think that would happen? I'm curious. Why don't the creator? you,
3: creator? Dragon, I just don't uh, the creator himself doesn't seem very about it you know um so if, if yeah, he left that he had did a cartoon i remember the cartoons when i was growing up um and that was okay <laughs> but i don't know i just he doesn't seem all about doing a movie and uh, i think that might might stifle it but no yeah we haven't seen it yet right you think about uh, considering everything else um okay. we might but i hope so hopefully one day we do get a savage dragon he's a cool character <laughs>
0: Uh, JD, we uh, we open this next topic with comic books we'd like to see adapted. Yeah, uh, Joel just just uh, Savage Dragon.
2: I like uh, Savage Dragon. Big fan of Eric Larson. Going back right. to the Marvel, Eric Larson uh, hated drawing. Excuse me, going back to the Marvel, going back to the Venom. Eric Larson hated drawing Venom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric Larson was the one that gave him the big gaping grin and mm-hmm. had the tongue coming out. That was just mm-hmm. something McFarland did at all. Um, so Eric Larson had a big to play with uh big part to play with with venom but um you know uh i respect the guy for doing you know 300 plus issues of savage dragon i like the cartoon even though it was very tongue-in-cheek very uh um under my age group at the time Mm -hmm. um i respect him for killing off his main character and letting his son take Take over. over You know, that's not something we see in most superhero comics at all. Um, I like his weird, funky, cheesy, corny uh, gimmick villain style. Um, but I don't think that lends to a, a live action movie. I don't. You know, you got a lot of exaggerated body parts in there. Um, Savage Dragon should not be able to stand on his own two feet, you know, and. I do not have faith in them bringing that fin on his head to uh, to live screen properly. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. What I would like to see, which I think can be easily translatable to live action, would be Matt Wagner's mage.
3: I don't mage know if you guys are familiar is, with I do. that. like a was a bat and he had like a lightning exactly. bolt
2: Exactly. It was the average Joe. Um funny enough, it was a New Jersey guy, so you guys should be psyched on that. And mm-hmm. and they reinterpreted the uh, the Excalibur um
0: you know mythology, mythology for today. Is that Shazam's logo on his chest? No, Basically. that is Nate's logo age logo. He looks because,
2: like an average guy because that <laughs> goes, logo. goes straight down, whereas uh Shazam and Black Adam come across. Right nice. and in a weird way, that was also an inspiration for my book here, uh, Shield of the Interceptor, right? Because it showed yeah. me you can reinterpret um, Arthurian mythology without actually using King Arthur or, you know, uh, uh, a replacement for the sword Excalibur.
0: I like it. I, I like it. I, I uh, Before we go to Pete to close out the topic, JD, I went with Wanted. With uh, the thief of thieves, Uh, didn't
2: we got Wanted already? No,
0: no, 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 no. no. When you you, when you read the actual book, (laughs) Uh movie is nothing like what the actual. Oh, I know, I know, I know. I want the actual. We're not gonna get curved Bullets,
2: but we can't get Wanted because the only reason Wanted worked is because everyone understood the mythology of all of the other universes. Right, they yeah. Marvel and DC mythologies were wrapped up. Is today's uh, um, uh, viewer a little bit more up to date with with archetypes? Yes, you know. But I mean, come on, his father wore the exact Spider Man boots. Yeah, are you gonna have somebody, you know, some some black ops guy, run uh, assassin dude run around with all this black ops tech gear and Spider Man's booties?
0: A hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> yes. I want a series of wanted. I don't want a movie. I want a series of it. And I want Wesley Gibson in the gosh darn suit. That's what I want. That's you mean
2: all want. you want Eminem?
0: You want Eminem? Yes. Wait, 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 JD, hold on, because you missed it. You missed it. Hold on, I got it right here for you. Hold on, right there, JD. Right there, baby.
2: Yeah. Right there is the real JD. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right?
2: yeah. I, I was the Eminem. And then you had, um, what's your name, uh, that inspired uh, uh, Catwoman? Halle Berry yeah. as Fox. Yep.
0: Yep. You know? Yep. I, I want it. I want it. I desperately need it. <laughs> and what's crazy is, JD, everything you're saying, uh, it's so funny because right after the movie came out, they released the game for it, right? Even the game puts him in the goddamn suit. Really? It's like, why didn't this just translate like that would have been so dope at the end if he suited up in that suit, mm-hmm. uh, even if he doesn't have the mask on. I, I, I can live with that. But the suit, man, the suit, I need it.
2: And then, hey, you got to you got to give uh, Wanted the movie credit for using a loom as a as a, you know, a, a trope for uh, um, predicting the future.
0: That is true. That is true. I did like how they played that. It had a lot of twists and turns um, that I really did enjoy. Um, but ultimately, it was just like, it didn't, it never really felt like what I read. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you watch these, for it's good or bad, Marvel, for all it's good or bad, it's never the idea of it not feeling like what you read, you know? Once, it never felt like that. And that's why, as soon as I played that, I remember playing the game with my dad. I'm just like, wait a minute, what is...
2: What? this isn't even. Let me make- ask, Was that Mark Miller?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm. There you go.
2: Mark Miller's stuff really doesn't trans well, translate well to the big screen.
0: Kickass. I, I think they. Eh. See, you Legacy. know what? Hold on. Eh. I'm not giving you that. That first kickass to me is classic. They did a really, and I think I think what saved that movie more so than anything was the casting of who? Nicolas yeah. Cage. No. Maybe. No. <laughs>
2: not no. Not Nicholas Cage. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. Really? Well, she she saved that movie as Hit Girl. No, she I'm sorry.
0: Nicholas Cage as like your Adam West Batman was no, was brother, legit genius.
2: Seeing a little ten year old blonde white girl. No, that was dope. I give you like, that. That was me? dope. That I was, was,
0: like, dope. I I was like, dope. But I'm sorry. I want that as a child? And talk, <laughs> about, talk about tearing <laughs> up. Talk about yeah. tearing up. That's that scene where he's in the chair. And he's literally burning right in front of her and, and you know she barely can do anything about it. I just that movie was really well done. It, it was really, really, really well done. I, I do enjoy it. I, I really do enjoy. I go back to it. Okay. I go okay. back
2: to it. All right. Well, yeah, and then you know, Kingsman 2 was shit. But Kingsman oh, 1, happened. okay, even Kings though not take much from the book. I really like Kingsman 1. Yeah. Um, but you know, Mark Miller's stuff really is
0: eh. I mean, J.D., I'll even say this, and Pete, I'm going to go to you. I'll even say this, J.D. I've, I've made this argument before. I really do think that is the best comic book fight scene I've ever seen in my life. Which one? The one where they're in the, in the church. Yes. I don't think I've, I've ever seen anything. Yeah. It was so fluid. It yes. was so fluid. I don't think I've seen anything bad. Like, Winter Soldier used to be, like, my number one. Um, Batman's warehouse scene was somewhere worked in there, but that Kingsman scene, that was fucking cool yeah. shit, man. That was yeah, shit. I loved it. I'm
2: I'm with you on that. Yeah, I got you 100 on that. That was like, and then come on, um, who, who Sam Jackson, you know, stealing Russell Simmons for the whole movie? Yes, I mean yes, man, yes. Come on, like, man. <laughs> down to the
0: that list. That lisp was iconic. <laughs> that was iconic. That was <laughs> really good. If
2: anybody didn't see Russell Simmons and Def Jam being what took over the world, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, my God. Was,
0: I am with you. I've never heard anyone say it like that, but when you say it, it's like, that is spot on. That's exactly
2: nobody, what it, you... you what, nobody noticed that? Don't tell I mean, me I've nobody Never you know, heard so
0: No, no, no. I've never heard anyone break it down like that. But it's genius, because that's exactly yeah. what it was. But I've never heard anyone break it down like
2: that. 100%. I, that was Russell Simmons, you know? Yeah, thank you very much, everybody. You know what I mean? That's, no, not the blood, you know, stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean yep. uh who's the guy with the big beard? That's the only thing that they should have thrown in there. What's his name? Um his partner, the the Jewish dude with the big beard. Um they became a Buddhist.
0: I'm blank I'm blanking. I'm blanking. Even putting Mark Hamill in the beginning was, was super goddamn. Oh, good. that was great. Yeah. Who does not love Mark Hamill? You can sell See, but, that every but, time throwing in Mark Hamill.
2: You know, it was it was independent from the book. It was based on a book, you know, but whatever. Uh, Mark Miller's stuff doesn't translate
0: well. I'm not going to so. let you throw dirt on Mark's, Mark's name. Absolutely not. I love Mark. <laughs> um, uh, but Pete, what, uh, what comic book you want to see brought to life?
1: I wish I would have brought these out, actually, but I, I had a couple choices.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for just superhero stuff, something that I know will never happen, but my personal favoriteest of favorite stories in marvel was atlantis attacks that i credit oh yeah being the reason that i'm a comic book collector that was the first series back when events were just annuals every summer and that was the first thing that i ever went out and sought and actively tried to find going through back issue bins and stuff and this is before the days of ebay so you know you had to do it old school style at conventions Mm -hmm. or go to comic book stores and this had uh the denizens of atlantis trying to bring back this dark god set and they gathered the seven brides they stole like storm and jean gray and she hulk and all these other different women and they were going to be brides for this seven-headed hydra dragon thing and i i am not a huge thor fan but if anybody is a thor fan man the thunder god shines in the penultimate chapter of this book of, of this series, he whoops the shit out of this dark god. And I'm not telling you how. Go read the story. If anything, forget the whole damn story. Fast forward to Thorite annual. I wanna say it's number 10. And holy shit, do they delve into uh like Norse mythology and stuff like that? It's it's dope. It's so freaking good. Um I'm dope. Definitely, like I said, you don't even got to read the whole damn thing. Just read that annual. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, that one, I also, one of Donny Cates' first books, uh, how I discovered him, he teamed up with this guy, Elliot Rahal, to do the paybacks. And if anybody's read this, it's oh. hilarious. It was originally published by, I want to say, Dark Horse, I think, maybe, or something like that. And then it went to Heavy Metal, or it was Heavy Metal first? I don't know. The first series was on one publisher and then it went to a second publisher but basically the paybacks are superhero repo men where if you've got all of these fancy tech gadgets and shit and then you can't afford them well they come and take your shit back and now you have to work <laughs> off your debt for this one guy who sends his paybacks after other like if you Love think about it. all of the high-tech villains like stilt man um beetle or, you know, anybody like that that's running around in Iron Man-style armor but don't got Iron Man-style money. Right. He sends these people after, like, hey, uh, you were supposed to pay us back. So now we have your oh, stuff great. and you work for us. The, the Shining Moment was a Batman ripoff called The Night-Night, Night huh. Knight, oh, N-I-G-H-T. K-N-I-G-H-T. And he had a horse called Nightmare, obviously. And oh. at one point, he knows 100. that the paybacks are coming to get him, okay. so he unlatches like the the bridle from the horse and says, "You know, like go, like I don't want them to get you." And inexplicably, the horse turns around and says, "I'll never forget you," and then runs away.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck is a talking horse?
1: Like you had no idea this was even happening. It's so outlandish. It's oh, insane. It's hilarious, and damn it, it would make a fucking good movie. I like it. Dude, it, it's so worth your time. It's so, this is what I really like. like People give Donny Cates a lot of shit now because they say he's like, oh, he's overrated and he's writing too many things. Read this, and then tell me if I, he doesn't dig a little spot in your heart like where you'll... like. I'm going to read anything else he does. Because Did they ever this make so it good. a
2: trade? Was it a mini-series or I was series? I want to say
1: it's a trade. It's, it's four different... It's four issues, two series. So it's eight issues total. But uh, there's got to be trades out there. But bar none, speaking of hilarious books, uh, I believe this was Image Comics, Shirtless Bear Fighter. If you have, n- <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. If you've never read this, please do. It is probably one of the most hilarious things I've read since Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. The guy just runs around naked through the woods fighting fighting bears. And that's, and like the government, he's like a, he's like a government spook. Like they call on him when they absolutely have no other choice and they must call him. And like the half the joke is like, would you please put pants on? Because they actually like digitize out, they blur out is fucking junk. junk. And the line of blur is always humongous (laughs) humongous <laughs> it's like down to his knee for god's sakes Don't make me jealous. It's, it's so funny it's it's like five issues long and god i hope they do another series it's so fucking funny
0: <laughs>
1: please read I it.
0: it i love it all right make sure you guys check check all these books out and we would love to see these come to life that specifically, Pete, belongs on like a Hulu. or something where it could just be everything <laughs> yeah. that it's supposed to be. Uh, make sure and, like, I'm just
1: thinking like clever ways of like they don't blur it out, but they just hide it behind things.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, like like a whole like a lamp shows up randomly. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, like uh, Austin
1: Powers. Like Austin Powers. Thank you. Right. Yes.
0: Um no, we definitely need to see that come Awesome. Soon. All right. Before we get into our next topic, let's take a quick uh, toy break, talk a little bit of toys. Um, I showed you guys – Pete has something to show. I know he does. (laughs) Um, I showed you guys in the group chat Hasbro just announced they're doing the two-pack Infinity War – no, I'm sorry, Endgame uh, of Stark with numerous heads, with Thanos with numerous heads. Thanos also has the – the tech, uh, the tech glove on from, from Stark. I can't remember what they actually called it. Um, Stark gauntlet, I guess. Um, that looks amazing. That looks... The detail to that is really good. Even one of the Thanos heads has the dust where he starts to disappear. Oh, nice. Oh, raven. cool. Um, I thought that was really dope. And also, bravo to Hasbro. When you zoom in on Stark's face, that looks just like Robert Downey Jr. Um, nice. And I have to say that because... There are not often times the figures do look like their movie counterparts, so that is a bravo to them for sure. Um, Also, they're releasing an Odin figure, uh, has, you know, different heads also, the crown head, uh, obviously without the crown. Um, I'm really surprised we haven't really gotten an Odin figure. So now we really.
2: never did. This is our first one.
0: No, we technically got it with the there was a, with the movie, the first movie. Uh
2: huh. There wasn't. There was an Odin Builder figure at one point, wasn't there?
0: Really? Mm. I, I believe
2: there was an Odin Builder figure, and then besides the MCU, Ma, uh, McFarlane did an Odin figure years ago.
1: Yes, when he did like gods and monsters or whatever yes. it was. Yes, hmm. I remember that. Or mythology it was called was yeah. one of those.
0: I, I do remember have that series recently. I've recently picked up um, what I'm calling the Miami Vice 2-pack. And that is of Wade Wilson himself with Hitmonkey.
1: Oh, my and God.
0: I have never been more in love than I am with the accessories that it comes with. So, clearly, you guys can see Wade. full suit. That white
1: suit is amazing.
0: Right? That's what I said. And Hitmonkey comes with headphones that are removable. Um, For some strange reason, Deadpool comes with a Captain America shield (laughs) (laughs) with his scroll on it. Um, You obviously have your two katanas. Your two katanas right there. Um, Also, Hitmonkey comes with two handguns right there. Adorable. Can't wait for that. Um, He also has his two machine guns. And then this is where it gets hilarious, right? So Deadpool, for reasons I don't know comes with a fucking guitar (laughs) he comes with a guitar he comes with an rc with an exploding head on it that's removable nice and then he comes with two uh two changeable heads so one is the with the mask up a little bit right one is the full-on mask okay cool and then last but not least can't be Miami Vice without the most Miami <laughs> you could possibly ask for. Um, so I, I love this two-pack. I even freaking made it my, my background. You can't even really see it. It's too uh, too bright. Um, I really enjoy this. The, uh, the accessories are great. The look of them all are great. And what's even dope is the RC head. Like, you can remove it, um, and then you can put the other heads on the RC if you want. That's cool. So that's that's pretty dope. Um, mm. But, Pete, you also got something to show off. What you got, Pete?
1: I did uh, the Disney Store exclusive. I My Falcon uh, figure came way quicker than I expected it to. Very nice. And I haven't actually taken it out of the box yet because I really just – like the box and everything looks so damn cool in here, and I don't really have room on the shelf yet where it can be appreciated so i'm going to just leave it in and eventually i'm going to do a boxing an unboxing but man it looks really great the, the white of the suit pops very well as you were saying like some figures tend not to look like their celebrity or acting counterpart but i gotta say the lightness to sam to anthony Mackey does look really good nice um, the wings look really nice i cannot wait to get those out of there and hooked onto him he also comes with a silver version of red wing he's got four different hands and the shield looks really cool too and it actually so no looks removable like removable head uh, not from the look of it no it does not seem to be another head where like an unmasked version right. or anything okay. but yes very very thrilled about this and i'm i was surprised to find that you know, it didn't sell out right away on the Disney store. But then all of a sudden, like within a week, it was gone. And on eBay for like 80 to 100 bucks. Yeah, and I will
0: say when Pete speaks, people should listen. Because Pete <laughs> for damn sure immediately was like, Juwan, order it now. Well, get this. And I was just like, no, because I remember telling you I was going to get all the other figures that build mm-hmm. the wings. And then one day I was just like, nah, I don't want to risk it. Like, I'll just go get it. When I tell you I couldn't find that shit anywhere.
1: <laughs> uh, I wish I would have bought seven. I would totally just pop it on eBay for the, my buy it. What I, what I bought it for, like, start the bidding there, folks. You guys go ahead. Yep. I wouldn't put in it, you know, some ridiculous buy it now on it. But, like, whatever the bidding goes to, it's more money than I had to start with. But I also finally got uh, part of my entertainment earth order in. Uh finally got oh, a hold of Zartan. Zartan? Wow, yes, nice. really terrible right ah, here, but uh, thank
0: you, wait, time out. Is that the is that the face that comes in the little case that Yes. you put it in? Yes. Oh I want that so bad. Oh my god.
1: I'm still waiting on Flint and Lady J. Uh, yeah. so whenever they get here, I will let you guys
2: know. There's I a will. guy out there 3D printing. This is for Juwan, the uh the original G.I. Joe jeep called the vamp Mm -hmm. for uh this style of figures really really yes so you want a vehicle he's out there 3d printing it on the gi joe boards
1: we're gonna talk how much is he uh that i
2: I don't remember because i've given up on the line Uh so i have no interest (laughs) in picking it up um i would like to add a new segment to the Mm -hmm. series please (laughs) uh i will i will title it after I reveal what I will be revealing and uh here we go here we go here we go right nah. you guys know what this is yeah so you know what this is who that is right this is Uh-oh. a classic Uh-oh. fail right now so Uh-oh. as I am moving my Marvel Legends original build a figure uh, he fell and he broke and he Uh-oh. broke right at the pin. I cannot reattach this motherfucker's leg at all. So this is a classic toy fail. So one of uh, our, I I don't want to say a recent piece, but uh, uh, a prime piece, you know, has now become a classic piece and you got to start taking care of your stuff, guys. Or at Mm -hmm. least I have to, because we're coming to that point where they might not survive into the fucking future.
0: I do want right? to add, J.D. Figure really fail. Quickly. I do want to add really quickly, because for people who aren't familiar with, with the figure world, to, to somebody, they're just like, oh, okay, it broke. Let me let you guys know. If there's one thing on planet Earth that is expensive, it's a fucking Galactus. Um, that is not something that you'll find super cheap somewhere. Because nope. no, you got to remember, Galactus isn't made in 3.75 or in 6-inch. It's only made how you just saw how JD has it. It's that first performance, one, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So to me, so, yeah. so to everyone who's just like, oh, just get it. It's expensive, people. <laughs> it's, it's not it's, other you know, at Walmart and go to another one.
2: It's not like I can pay for the, for the premium of just getting the leg right. because that pin is off here. Is in there. And it's in there. Yeah. You, Gotta know? Set a,
1: you know what you could do, actually, is get a, you get a small drill, drill into it if you can. If you can drill you into the pin
2: in the leg. Be, because his skirt won't let you get into the pin
0: at ah, a
2: proper angle, dude. You know, see this um, is why I
0: told you, JD. I prefer for stuff like that in capes to be um
2: cloth. Fabric. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fabric. Yeah. Fabric. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of pissed off because I like him over the one that came. For the Marvel uh, 3.75 figures. Mm-hmm. I-, I really don't like that Galactus at all.
0: Well, you talking about the one that came with Silver Surfer?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I-, I prefer this guy over it. You know? Um, I felt they have better articulation than the other one. He was more stiff than anything else. I didn't like the head. This has more of a uh, a man... I, I don't want to say a manly frame, but a defined frame where the other one was more bulkier, blockier. But, you know, I'm, I- I'm going...
0: And also, J.D., Ugh. another thing to add is, because it's not a mainstream popular character, it's also a figure they don't make a whole bunch of.
2: You know what, what I'm saying, bro?
0: Like this. They just don't. No. You
2: so- know what always upset me? Not always upset me, excuse me. What, what bothered me, uh, you know, Jack Pacific was doing that The four-foot-tall, that three-foot-tall Plastic figure for a while that was showing up A lot in Toys R Us and you got the John Cena You got the Batman you got different Star Wars characters and stuff like that
4: you,
2: you guys couldn't Do a Galactus in that size I got no problem taking them in that That weird soft PVC plastic That that's made of and that limited Articulation because at that size it Would have been easier for him to hold something in his hands And stay at that point Man. You know um, I would have loved for it But this guy uh I'm going to try my best to salvage him, but...
1: You think you can glue it in there? I mean, you'll lose the articulation, yeah. but...
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, look, from the other leg, it's not like the guy could have sat in a chair or anything like that. You know? Right. Right. This is This is the extent of how far he's going to go. Right. So... Yeah, but, no. And then, you know, you got the articulate, you got the toe, the ankle articulation, you got the calf articulation, and the double knee joint. So even if the other leg is stiff... Um, I, I can make up for it with 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 this leg that's here, and balance it out. But just
0: oh man, I'll even, I I cried. I'll <laughs> even. I, had a silent, uh, a I completely level. understand that. I'll like, even uh, say, JD, um, how they like how they make the durability of figures now isn't even as great as it used to be because when you remove this head, huh. it's very difficult to get the other one on, and then it's the fear really? of snapping that ball.
2: Hey,
0: yeah. Yeah. And it's like, they gotta, they gotta find better. Cause to me, it's like, if you can't find a better way to put different heads on, just only have it come with the one Don't head. Do it
2: right. right. Yeah.
0: That's it, it. It's that simple. I'm fine with that. I would have been fine if it was only the Deadpool mask. Um, So, you know, the articulation a lot. Now I wanted to ask you this before, before we move into our, our main topics, have you guys seen the large Sentinel figure that comes with Wolverine?
2: Yeah, the Marvel, the Marvel, uh, the super uh, huge one. That's yeah. Yeah, it
0: comes with a lot
1: of other characters too. Do
0: you think that's worth getting? Fuck yeah, Mm -hmm. it Okay, okay.
1: Honestly, I'm going to tell you this right now. That's a sideshow piece, or it's um. No, it's uh, the Marvel
2: uh, uh, crowdfunding piece. The Hasbro. Oh, that one.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I, I. Yeah. I thought you. Yeah, exactly. I thought you were referring to the statue series with no, like, no, no, the no, sentinels no. moving and there's all like the X Men around them. No, I'm no, sorry, no. wrong one. Yeah, yeah the one, uh, like, Yes, even still, right. yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For this reason and this alone, what's up? I did not jump on the Unicron figure. I should have. Uh, it was like seven hundred dollars, and at the time I was like, "Wow, I really can't justify uh, this." But even if you don't, if you decide you don't want it anymore or whatever. You can turn around and sell that on eBay for stupid money. Like, Unicron right now is commanding double what people paid for it. I Mm. wish I would have just invested like and and bought like five of them. I should have because the sales are ridiculous.
0: And you know what makes it, you know what makes selling figures so awesome is that, again, the Sentinel is just like uh, Galactus. Mm-hmm. They don't make, they're not just making them every year, every right. two years, every three years. Right. It legit is specific to whatever line is that it came out with. And then it's, it's really, honestly, never really revisited. Um, mm-hmm. And we've seen from the MCU, they don't do the greatest job with developing toys, um, honestly, you know, outside of the six-inch figures. So to me, it was one of those things where it's like, I, I see it, it's affordable. I'm still trying to justify doing it.
2: How much is uh, it right now?
0: It's four fifty. Four fifty.
2: Yeah, I think it went for three something though. Originally. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you know, and it came with different heads it before it, hike, it It hikes up. I think it I would say so
2: do it. Maybe three heads. Right. It, again. it came with two or maybe three different heads.
0: Let me see, because I think this one is just just the the one body. That's it, and then uh, comes with Wolverine. No,
2: and then it came with it came with Bastion. Um, and then it came with a female Style of Bastion also. What? Wow Yeah, the Hasbro Pulse one, dude There That's was a lot path. of things unlocked <laughs> for him
0: Let me
4: see
1: I would say get it, Juwan Because I even if all of a sudden you decide eh, This was kind of a waste I don't really want it, I don't have the room for it Whatever, I can all but guarantee You can get your money back selling yeah. it yeah. Or I'm more I'm looking
0: at it right now, Pete and JD and No, no heads it's a six inch it's a six inch one and it's just Wolverine with uh with uh interchangeable hands and, and a handgun. I'm sending it to you now. Hold on. No Hold way, up. dude. I'm putting Wolverine, it a handgun? The yeah, has it up, been a it's one? so redundant, Joel. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, I see what you're talking about.
0: I just <laughs> sent it to you guys. Yeah, for Oh, free... that's
2: oh. the old one.
4: Yeah. Mm, there's a future no, pass
2: No, 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 sir! Look up the oh, Hasbro this one. Pulse. Right, no, no, don't get no. If you're gonna spend 450 in that, look up the Hasbro Pulse Crowdfunded Sentinel.
1: That's the one I wow. thought you were talking about. That thing's like three yes. feet tall.
0: Okay, let me see. As- and I you know, would say friends- before
2: you go spending money like
1: that on Amazon, look on eBay. Believe it or yeah. not, eBay is better for. Like collectible stuff like that, Amazon's uh, sales are always, always exponentially high.
0: Oh 150? my god! I see which one you talk. Oh, this one. Yeah, there, there you go. Holy! Oh my god! It's huge.
1: Uh huh.
2: Yes, sir. Oh, by
0: the way, I have no idea who this character is, but I I picked her up also. Who? That was Omega. Uh,
2: Omega, right? Omega
0: thirteen? Yeah.
2: No. Yeah. Omega. No, not yeah, she Omega. Had, she has a like different Wars, head, right? Show.
4: She was, uh,
0: <laughs> she was uh, a Sri Lankan, I believe, character.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, yeah.
0: I, I saw her and I liked it with the interchangeable heads and, and arms that could change and the weapons.
2: <laughs> she was the female sentinel that became a mutant or something like
0: that? Yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
2: right.
0: So um, we always have to make sure we work some toys up in here. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so we up had to make sure we did
1: that. I do want to say one thing, though. uh, I just decided to take a look since, Jay, you had brought up uh, Galactus. And one of the things that I regret not buying, Juwan, which is why I was encouraging you to get the Sentinel. uh, But I did I did think you meant the, the Hasbro crowdfunded one, which is why I mentioned Unicron. Do y'all remember when Sideshow had that Galactus maquette with uh, the Silver Surfer and it was like 26 or so, 30 inches tall?
4: Yes, yes. Yes.
1: I should have bought that when it was $700 because you can't touch that figure for under like four or five grand. The same thing with Dr. Doom on the throne. All Sideshow statues get ridiculously priced. Get them, keep them for like two or three years and then sell them. I promise you. That Dr. Doom on the throne is my white whale, bro. I could have bought that (laughs) shit five times over and I didn't. And now you can't look at it for under five grand, oh, and it's so Doctor Doom. That's like I
0: will say, I will say, Pete. Once I really got into figures, it like you ever see like a woman go crazy over buying purses, and you're like, I don't fucking get it. It's like once you get into figures, you're just like, oh, oh I yeah, get I get it. <laughs> I get it. I understand it. I, but they, I, I,
1: Sideshow no. is releasing a new Galactus maquette that I just found on. Uh, they have a pre order up on BBTS. So there's probably one on Sideshow as well. And, Jay, it, it's... I mean, it's pricey, but if you're a big Galactus fan, it looks fucking dope.
0: I do to have his. to say, uh, JD, the, the Terminator you sent in the, the group chat, I looked at it so fast, I swear it looked like and McGregor a little bit.
2: <laughs> oh, well, you know, so that... That's, that's medical-grade silicone on his face. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a, it's a $3,000 piece. Um, if you look... For, all the way in the bottom, it's from the, uh, the actual studios. Um, that is the artist proof, one of 800. So every other model that had been made off of that uh, was made from that. It is a one-to-one bust of Arnold. My brother-in-law picked it up at New York Comic Con two years ago. He I got remember the when guys you sent us those over. pitches. <laughs> yes. Flew up Right, right. I right, remember You know, the guy flew over from uh, uh, Japan with the piece. And my brother was like, uh, well, this is not going home. This is not going back to Japan. It's (laughs) staying here in the States. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they're driving home from New York Comic Con. And my sister is sitting in the back seat of her car while he's driving home with the terminator in the front seat. So that's my nephew in the other picture in front of it, just to show you how big it is. And and he's always like, can we go over to your house so I can see the monster with the metal face? So <laughs> he, is, he is big on making these deals for statues at New York Comic Con. That's why he can't wait for this to come around. He picked up a uh, not sideshow, but he picked up a, a think one third uh of uh sagat, pvc
1: wow. the pvc collectibles yeah
2: yes sir he picked up two of them okay so it was going on pre-order for like maybe eighteen hundred bucks or something like that right um if you paid cash there was a payment plan so he goes to them how much if i pay it off now they're like okay so we'll not charge you anything extra and we'll give you two of the food dogs because you paid it off right off the bat. He goes, okay, great. He goes, what if I buy two of them? So here this guy goes, he buys two of them. They give him a 20% discount on both combined. And he, they gave him four food dogs. When Sagat arrived, he sold off one for almost $4,000. He spent what, less than three for both of them. Uh-huh.
1: Make the hobby pay for itself. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's it. It's like investing in stocks, man. Just have the stones to throw the money out. If you got it, throw it out there. It will come back to you. It will.
2: And uh, that company that you mentioned, I forgot the name of it. Um, they allow you to transfer the receipts. That's like
1: like a warranty or anything like that goes to the next person. Yeah, that's great.
2: Hmm. Yeah. So you know that hasn't arrived to you. Mm-hmm. You change the receipt in their system to the new person that bought it. And when it gets shipped out, it goes right to, oh, party that's, transfer to that person. So that that's great. That so like. people were selling the receipts for a premium before they even got the figure. They were making two of oh, the statue. They were making two or 300 bucks on it.
1: Wow. I mean, just to, I, I decided to take a quick look at eBay the other day because sometimes, you know, especially after. We're done talking about like cartoons and toys and stuff. I decided like let me look and see what uh, like Dungeons and Dragons stuff is out there. I actually okay. wound up buying uh, some Dungeons and Dragons ViewMaster reels for, oh, nice. for like thirty bucks. It was that was pretty great. Um, but the the Iron Studio statues, and now these were maybe anywhere between eighty and one hundred and ten dollars for. The set and they all combine together, and then there's the Venger one in the background that's Uh. I still have in the box, and then there's the PVC or PCS rather, I'm sorry, PVC, PCS collectibles Venger that looks exactly like the cartoon, and he's like got the magic you know coming out and the big wings and stuff. I did the unboxing of that on the Pete's Basement channel. That alone is like two grand, and the Dungeons and Dragons set is like twenty five hundred with all of them together. I'm never selling mine because I love Uh. them. But th- that's no. the thing, like, I, this is when I always say to myself, after the fact, fuck, should have bought more than one. Right. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm with you. It, it's, it's definitely a lifestyle that people think like, oh, you spend all this money and it's like, for what, but it's like, no one ever understands that, unlike a purse that you wear numerous times. Mm-hmm. Um, or this is something, right, or sneakers. This is something that has extremely high resale value. Mm-hmm. Uh, if
2: it's still intact, <laughs> when you
0: to come to sell it. Right. But i
1: bet you you somebody, can still sell that.
0: I'm I was just about to say, there's somebody right. that's like, you know what? I can fix that. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Like, All right. Let's move on. Let's go into um, favorite underrated movie, and I'll kick oh. it off. I actually watched it again for the a millionth time yesterday
2: i hope you don't say mine
0: <laughs> you know what no because now you got me nervous
2: okay um i, I swear
0: <laughs> if this is yours i'm quitting this show <laughs> yeah. um no it's one of my most favorite underrated movies is not talked about enough uh dear favorite of mine and it is lucky number slevin
4: God damn no, it! You joking. got no.
0: no i no, no. <laughs> i was about to say, all right, in show we're done for the night. Damn good, damn good um, um, that was good. That was good. is a it has a great cast. Uh, Lucy Liu, Josh Hartnett, uh, yeah. Morgan Freeman, Ben Kingsley, Bruce Willis. Bruce
4: Willis, Bruce Willis.
0: Yep. Bruce Willis, and that's a that's a prime Bruce Willis. That's not the. Oh, yeah. I say yes to any role today, Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: uh, I, I don't <laughs> know. That was, that was Bruce the Bruce. last of his prime. Bruce That's Willis. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Was,
0: yeah. No, 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 no. Time out. Because I think Looper came after that. Looper came okay. after. That. So okay. Looper so was, that was still prime Bruce Willis, right? Okay. Um, and then after that is when he was just like, "Yeah, I'll do GI Joe Retaliation." Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll do Surrogates. Yeah, I'll do this. Yeah, I'll do that. I it's did like, like I, I like Surrogates. I, I, did. I
1: actually like Death Wish. I didn't think I would. Oh, it, okay, like... I'm
0: with you on Death Wish. It 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 doesn't feel like classic Bruce Willis, but it it's is, not. It's not. Right. It's not bad Bruce Willis. Okay. So
1: but I, as far I, as like remakes go, I went in with very low expectations because yeah. I, you know, Jay, you know, Charles Bronson. Yeah, you can't you can't get around that. That's a crazy ass movie. I'm but with you on that. This was this was decent.
0: You know what, Pete? I respect your, your feeling of that because I swear I grew up on Pierce Brosman as my James Bond, right? Same
1: actually. So Give me that.
0: I like Pierce. I like Pierce's James. Yeah. So it was like when when they you know when they did Daniel Craig, and here's the thing. I remember the director of Casino Royale said they wanted to go away from the the tropes of all the other James. It's why he in that movie only, he does not say shaken. Not stir, right? right. the typical tropes of right. Jason. He does
2: parkour
0: in the movie, right. The right? They, they right.
1: went like Jason Bourne instead, yes. and uh,
0: yes. yes, I don't like it, that. Let me say this I will say that wasn't the worst swerve you could have. They obviously retconned it with all the other ones that came after mm-hmm. it. You saw him with the spy cars and stuff like that, so they went back to it. Um, but it was one of those feels that I went into it, Pete, just going. You'll you you'll never you'll never be Pierce. You will you, just you, you'll never you'll never do it.
1: I'm gonna you tell you, I, I like Daniel,
0: Daniel's really good. Daniel's really good.
1: I like Daniel Craig. I you know his James Bond is very different for me. I, yes. I I don't I like the campiness instead of the straight up like you know super spy Jason Bourne stuff. But I'm gonna tell you right now, as a perfectly heterosexual man, I do not find Daniel Craig to be an attractive man. Pierce Brosnan, on the other hand. He's a good-looking dude. And I can believe that this dude can just about beg any woman in, in a hotel, in a uh, restaurant, in a anyway. Anyway. Daniel Craig? Yeah, not so much.
0: And I, I will right. say, Pete, and again, I, I think it goes to the original director for Casino Royale. You, it just seemed like they wanted to go. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Nolan's take on Batman. He wanted mm-hmm. to go so far away from what the actual character okay. is supposed to be that you just, you you outsmarted yourself. Like you just mm-hmm. you thought too deeply and you went in the wrong way. You going with the scruffy, rough looking James Bond. And it's like, I think they forget this is supposed to be the James Bond that could sexy his way.
1: Through, into, uh, anything. <laughs>
0: through anything. Yeah. And it's like, you look at him and you go, I'm sure there are some people that do find him attractive. Sure, no problem. But it's like, it's not what you'd expect from what he's usually right. supposed to look like.
2: Right. It, it felt like Daniel Craig, was the rough street kid who yeah. had to learn how to be aristocratic because he didn't mm-hmm. grow up in it, as right. opposed to Pierce, who was, I was born for this. Uh, you, I, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm always pulling the, the age card on here. <coughs> but I remember <laughs> seeing Pierce Brosnan in Remington Steele. And I remember ah. the rumors <laughs> of him, you know, before Timothy Dalton became James Bond, um, about him coming, and while I respect all the James Bonds, mm-hmm. each one has a different thing. Right. Yep. Pierce is my number one guy when it comes to James Bond. Mm-hmm. He is my favorite all-time. He had really cool gadgets. um,
0: And he had it, Holly it, Berry.
2: Uh, yeah, dude. movie you know, huh.
0: were, were No, that movie did but, suck, too. I, I won't lie. The movie did suck, but he had but Holly Berry.
2: One thing I felt that um, the Daniel Craig stuff did wrong was they kind of solidified his history. They went too much into his backstory. Yes. And they said James was from the what the Skyfall yes. area, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Yep. And I was happy with that whole James Bond being, you know. A mister. The, the, right. The mm-hmm. shortstop for the New York Yankees. You know what I mean? Right, right. Anyone could have been James Bond. Right. Right. The designation, and,
0: and I will say, I, I was not. I just watched Skyfall the other day because I think it's. Oh, no. I didn't like the decision to get rid of M. I, to to switch M's, I, I was not a fan see, I, a. I
2: liked her. Oh my I god! I love her. He's,
0: He's now the like. It's you know what I compare it to. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna see Spiral at some point, and you know I'm hearing good things about it. But Jigsaw only sounds like one person to me. Right, so hearing him as someone else. Sure, you obviously have to evolve, but I would have liked it if they went for a more iconic, another iconic voice, like make the new Jigsaw, the voice of Tony. T- you know, what I'm saying? just something else that's iconic right. that doesn't feel like a step back. So right. it's right. no, it's no disrespect to the new M, because I can't remember the actor's name. Ralph Fiennes. Ralph. Ralph, Ralph yes, right. phenomenal right. actor. Lord
2: phenomenal Lord actor
0: you're right. I have no problem with him as right. an actor. But it's like going from the iconic voice uh of Judy to now going to him is just like it is a step down.
2: See, it but is. the fact that Judy crossed over between both James Bond right, was the Amen. perfect way to say, Oh my god, it was the designation. It wasn't right. always James as 007, It could have been anyone who got that James spot. Yep. You know, and and they killed it. You know, they they, they killed that concept
0: yep I'm
2: with
3: you on that well
0: but, I want
4: to
3: say um, oh go ahead that, uh, Daniel Craig's my favorite James Bond my yeah. favorite okay oh I love those movies uh aside from I mean I didn't love Quantum of Solace and um, that was probably my least favorite of all of them mm-hmm. but um I do I actually enjoy everything they did with it. I do like that they grounded it and I do like it eventually they went back to his roots and um, kind of made him earn it you know I like that all that I, I was never and I watched all the James Bond movies growing up but you know but okay. just too cheesy for me but even though I still enjoyed them uh, and that same thing happened with Pierce and I loved Pierce but either I mean it started great and then it kind of got boring and then it just got too fucking out really? there <laughs> and then I think uh, I think for me um, Daniel Craig was, you know, the most balanced uh, and more. Last, I just, I didn't need it to be as cheesy as it usually gets, but yeah, it, it, it became my favorite.
2: But you know, I bet you, you played didn't... GoldenEye like a motherfucker, didn't you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... You didn't
2: play Daniel Craig GoldenEye, did you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, Rana, um... I will say this, JD. I did play Daniel Craig's James Bond game. It was short as shit.
2: I didn't know he it was had enjoyable. one.
0: Enjoyable, yeah, he does have a video game. It was enjoyable. Gold um no Joel. i I think he's i think he's done a good job um to me it's just it's you know you know the feeling Joel, someone has to where it's like they grew up with um uh michael so no, 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 no 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 hear me out you know how like someone grew up with michael keaton's batman and it's legit all they see as batman right like they just can't get over the icon of of what michael keaton was as batman To me, I think my thing of Pierce is Pierce is how I got the GoldenEye game. Pierce is literally like literally all all I had. Because remember, Daniel Craig's James Bond is over a decade from where Pierce had stopped being James Bond. So it's a long gap before you had more James Bond movies.
1: I didn't realize it was that long.
0: Yeah, it was a long time because I think uh, Casino Royale was 06. Um, So it was it was a long time.
3: 506. Uh, to me, it's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> that movie's so good to me. It, um, oh, it's a
2: good flick.
0: Right. I, I mean, I tell it definitely showed me that I'm not built for torture, because whatever you're asking me, I give up. Oh. Once you tell me you're taking something to my balls,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell
0: you everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're gonna come to an age where you don't need them, so it doesn't you, matter. Well,
0: I tell you what. Well, I, at yeah. 27, I would I would hope that I do need them. <laughs> so you bursting them with with whatever the hell that was.
3: No, yeah, no that looks that He was was also the, in the best shape of all the James Bonds too. You know, he looked like he well, actually,
0: well, he was, but well, well, he got
2: punched out Joel, by that's... Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider, so he's dead for
0: me. For I people
2: that say, remember Joel, Joe, it.
0: I think it was. I, I think it was built to where they were supposed to be more so suave and. Um, I'm trying. I'm thinking like Daniel Craig was built that way because he was supposed to be drastically different than what the other James Bonds look. Yeah,
3: like. he's not as classically beautiful. He wasn't dark hair. He was he was blonde.
0: Right, uh, mm-hmm. that's
3: crazy because I, I like didn't matter to me. Right, I know. Yeah. But like, and like there are people that really don't like that. <laughs> like they like just. Black hair, brown eyes. Um, but this this man was blonde and blue and not as classically beautiful as you can tell, he's a little more rugged and not classically attractive. We both we all right. said it, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean physically he was, but like his face. He's just not facially as attractive. Right, right. No. Um, <laughs> right. Um and it'll probably go back to that, you know, at some point where he'll be the classic James Bond. I just thought he just he stood out
2: and he wasn't as classically beautiful, but that guy's gonna get assed. <laughs> everybody's thinking that but I felt Daniel Craig paid more homage to Sean Connery as James Bond. yeah he to Sean me he Connery did. was rugged. yeah yes he was great yeah. right.
0: um I do wish the movies did try to do more of the the gadgets and stuff like you see it's it yes then you see right and it right.
3: yeah it's, it's kind of it go it doesn't go all the way there but it
0: goes right. but it to me the gadgets are as essential as Batman yes. being a fucking detective. Right. In his respective and movies. Q, like, right, that, it's needed. And
2: John please as Q was perfect mm. cast. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, so to go back, and this yeah. is all this is all a part of it because Lucky Number Eleven is very much of your somewhat spy assassin kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Venture off. Um, But Lucky Number 11, I thought, was very well done. Um, Again, it's one of those movies that when you watch in theaters, you don't really see, you don't see it coming when they hit you with the twist at the end. But I kind of feel like when you watch it, like on Hulu now, like if you watch it for the first time, for some reason, when you watch it at home, it seems like it goes by a lot slower. So, like, you can see a lot of different things where you're like, oh, I can kind of piece that. In a movie, it feels like it goes so much faster. Um, but it was very well done. I did not see the 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 twist at the end coming. Morgan Freeman. First of all, can I just say this, Pete and JD, you two being resident New Yorkers, how impressed were you guys with Ben Kingsley's New York impression?
1: <laughs> oh, <it was laughs> great. definitely one of the best I've heard for somebody who's not from the
0: neighborhood. Right. I was just like, okay. And
2: if you want to get specific, his his uh uh hasidic jewish character was more localized to pete's part of brooklyn than to my part of brooklyn
3: look at that
2: look at that
0: they narrowed narrowed
3: it all the way down right right
0: (laughs) um no but i i did love the movie um really 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 good I, i tell you what i and i know i say this all the time i'm sorry I don't understand how Hollywood allowed Josh uh, Harnett to slip out of their hands, and then they gave Hollywood (laughs) to fucking um, Sam Worthington. I'll never understand that. I I swear to God, I'll never understand it. I'll never get it. Um, Josh was amazing. He was amazing at the beginning of Sin City. I Still to this day, have no idea why we saw nothing else of his character in that entire movie. Uh,
2: Um, He was the doctor, right?
0: No, he was legit the suave guy at the beginning who killed the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the blonde.
2: Yeah, he was a doctor, the doctor. Because mm. he showed up at the end to kill the girl, Alexis Bedell, didn't he?
0: Mm, you don't see that character again. Unless I'm completely forgetting Sin City. I don't recall seeing uh, it.
3: It's been a while. I don't remember. <laughs> i
0: have, have to rewatch. It's definitely one of my favorites. I won't mind. Re- again, talking about prime Bruce Willis. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that's a yeah. movie I won't mind going through again. So I'll gladly do that to see see uh if he did pop up again. But he was, for the longest, my my my, my Oliver Queen. Um, really, He's aged out of it, but, you know, for the longest, he was my Oliver Queen. Uh, it was just something always about Josh. Um, that's clearly my man crush, as you guys can hear. But anyway, um, Pete, I'm going to go over to you. What's one of your favorite underrated movies?
1: So I had an immediate answer to this, but then I thought, like, given uh, the state of the world that we live in now, it's, it's become less underrated as more and more people are relating it to how the media, um, I won't say controls the world, but manipulates it. And you probably know where I'm going with this one, but They Live for a long time was one of the most underrated movies that only a few people had seen. And this is the one with Roddy Piper when he's got the sunglasses that yeah. enable him to see what oh. like the aliens are doing and like oh. everything all of the yeah. advertising just says obey and you know uh, consume yeah. buy this and that and when he sees the old lady in the bodega and she's like i've got one that can see like it's, it's just such a creepy feeling like to realize yeah. that you're being taken over by you know oh my god it's getting me getting it, it's a great road. great movie yeah. so good li- yep oh and it, it's so relatable in this day and age, you know, like with, I don't trust the goddamn thing the media puts forth to me. I, I don't care what side of the political coin you fall on. Everybody's a liar. Everybody. 100%. Yep. But uh, for, for one that's truly overrated that I, I usually ask people, hey, have you seen this? And I usually get a no is Christopher Walken's The Prophecy from
2: 1995.
1: Oh, my God. Dude, this is such a good flick. Yeah. Oh, man. Ooh, you wonder how you got that little dimple on your lips? Because when you were a baby before you were born, I said, Shh. ooh, I you so you I'm I'm really into theology. Woo. I'm not a religious person, but I love reading about the stories of religion and, you know, like what Woo. goes on kind of Viggo behind Mortensen the scenes of the, the Bible. Bible. So Vigo Mortensen is is ridiculously frightening as Woo. the devil. Like He's got this, no makeup. None, thought, nothing at all. It's just him being
2: he, weird. have never seen it. Please Christopher
1: Walken plays Gabriel, the, the angel of death, basically. You know, oh the, blow God, the trumpet. Gabriel and the, Oh, man, it's insane. He's he's so good because he's so Christopher Walken, but he turns that that crazy comedy into just crazy evil. Mm-hmm. And then, like Jay said, I mean, when when uh, Casey Jones, actually, dude who played Casey Jones A lot is the say. detective. Yeah. uh and he's like praying at like for guidance from God because he he was going to be a priest and then he was given a vision of the second war in heaven. There is the war in heaven in the in the Bible, obviously when the fall of Lucifer happened. Right. So now there's another one going on, and it's at a stalemate. He was given a vision of this. He's like, I can't do this, so he runs, becomes a cop or whatever, and he's praying for guidance. And all of a sudden, Viggo Mortensen's there, and he says. I, his name is Tommy in the movie. He's like, Ooh, oh, little so Tommy funny. Daggett. How I loved listening to your prayers at night, and then you jump into bed, so afraid that I was under there, and I was. And like you did, oh god, he just says that shit, and you're like, God, oh, that's fucking creepy as fuck. <laughs> and he's sitting there the whole time plucking rose petals off the flower, and then when he's done, he eats it like a like a, a damn boy. cereal yeah. snack.
0: Put it in the uh. Put it in the group chat. I sure will. It's out this week. Oh I'm my sure
1: god!
2: you I think it came out the year you were born.
1: Ninety five. It came out.
2: Oh, 1995.
1: Oh. That was too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so oh. fucking good. Uh,
0: fucking yeah, but Ignore
1: most true. of the sequels. They're they're terrible, but <laughs> the first one's you know amazing.
0: Speaking of speaking of underrated, Vigo is, no. is very much underrated. What was that? Uh, god, it was that Russian movie. Um,
1: history of, history of violence. violence.
0: Yes. Yeah. One of the most I, one of the most eye-covering scenes ever. That Come man has right a now.
2: way with delivering lines.
0: Yes, yes he does. Yes. yes based
2: does. on a comic book? Was it? I didn't know oh, that.
0: Shit, oh shit. I, I never read that comic book. There, dude, there's a <laughs> lot of movies made based me go. on comic <laughs> books.
2: Men in Black was a comic book.
1: That yeah. I knew. That I knew, but I didn't know it at Marvel
2: the time. No, well, it was originally a Malibu comic. Book. So it's a yeah. Marvel comic book. But Marvel bought Malibu. Marvel book novel, right. Yeah. Um, Road to Perdition with Tom Hanks. That did I not did. know that. That, that, I was a comic book. Yeah, that I didn't know. History that I of a Violence comic
1: book. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that.
2: There's, there's a ton of flicks out there that were comic books, dude.
1: I don't even want to spoil, like, the greatest line in History of Violence for anybody that hasn't seen it, like, whoever's watching it. But, oh, man, <laughs> that's so worth your two hours. And uh Ed Harris, not for nothing, is just one of the greatest villains. If you, I mean, The Rock. The Rock is not an underrated film, but it's an amazing movie, and Ed like Harris that. is just such a like
2: you really you feel for him, you know, like you, you get it. Yeah, I got the DVD of History of Violence. If anybody cannot find it, let me know. Oh, I'll, got I'll, it.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I I can't I can't ever go back and rewatch that movie. My my one watch was good enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've only seen that once too. Yeah, I just, really, I
0: to do one. That's it. I'm I'm good um okay. it's it's always something about to me violence i like when again i always say when i watch saw i could look at it and like separate it and go like all right well, this is very much like over exaggerated it's the very realistic like sopranos when they put the dude's head down and he curb stomped it's the realism of it mm. that you just go oh i feel that it's like that I, american history, american history X, american history x feel it and it's oh. that realism that makes you go oh Fringe.
1: I didn't know about the curb stomp until American History X and he was like, put your mouth on the curb. Like, what is he gonna Oh, oh my god, oh, what did he just <laughs> doing? Oh, I yes. the teeth crunching in my head.
2: Yes.
0: Oh bleh. anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah.
1: That, that's why like eye gouge scenes and fight scenes, like they always I, I always do this. Like, it's I, can't, so painful. I can't because yeah. it's
0: the realism of it. Like you can uh-huh. see that happening before someone putting you in a contraption. Like I threaten like, to do that to people. So it's like, ugh, <laughs>
4: can't
0: do. It. Um, I, oh, I don't even know where to go. Anyway, <laughs> I'm anyway, sorry. I'm <laughs> <owed> you. <laughs> Trying to keep my dinner. Anyway, I'm going to go to you, JT. What movie? Okay. Underrated.
2: One of the greatest movies of all time. Get ready to hear it. Buddy cop flick, starring both Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell, yes. and Cash. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I would say people Terry sleep Hatcher
2: sleep on that for sure. Super Terry Hatcher. Prime Terry Hatcher. Okay. Um And a little side note for those who do not know. You know, during that time, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger had a lot of heat with each other.
0: I would assume were, so. It was between they, they
2: were time. They were always trying to one-up each other. Right. so one of the main villains when they were into the prison his nickname was Conan and uh-huh. the actor was identified by his chin right uh, mm. you know he had the chin like Sardis slaughter like China it's it part of a, 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 a uh. oh my god uh, acromeglia rightmag
3: um, uh, <laughs>
2: yes yes so uh, unfortunately the actor passed away some time ago but um, he was nicknamed Conan because Sylvester Stallone just had it out for Arnold so bad he felt that was the only place he can like stick it to him. And, and that's, that's why he killed Conan in the movie.
0: That's, huh. you know, Interesting. That's but no, that movie is definitely slept on. And it's the one movie I am glad, and I know as soon as I say this, uh, the world will find a way to spin it on me. But uh, it's the one movie we should really be thankful. We've not heard any trying to recreate that
2: uh you just put (laughs) it out there (laughs) in the world you just made it real
0: i just made it real yeah
2: man at least give me sequel
0: for it you know what i mean you'd want a sequel now yeah i don't know (laughs) i don't know i don't know it's the same thing i feel about them bringing back lethal weapon same thing i felt about bringing back bad boys it's just at some point it's like you can just allow these legacies to just rest. They all rested very.
2: They've got, very they've mined. Itself. They've they've mined everything. Fucking else, mind that. one. Word.
4: I mean, yeah. Why not?
0: Much.
2: Right? much and you know
0: what? Martin we, Lawrence.
2: We, <laughs> Bad we <movie>. mentioned. Uh huh. <laughs> Bad Boys Three did not work, but yeah. we mentioned. You know uh, who was in their <laughs> prime, and you know what? Kurt Russell was in his prime in that flick.
0: There. There. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I said doing it now, it's kind of just like Kurt Russell's still on his game. A hundred percent. That's not even to be discussed.
1: Hey, he's rocking them Fast and the Furious movies.
0: He's still on his game. He's still on his game. But it's just, I don't know. I mean, I always say, and they said it was the reason why they brought back Bad Boys, the reason why they're bringing back (laughs) the weapon. It's the right story. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I kind of feel like where you left it was so good. Bad Boys 2 to me was iconic. You didn't cool. need to come back. Like there wasn't more to that story. I needed the way you <laughs> ended it very much. Felt like, all right, <laughs> we're done. Um, so thinking about it was the that money
2: grab. That's all it was. Oh,
0: for sure, for sure, and, and it worked. It it made a shit ton of money, so it worked. I just have to
1: say, me and my boy Tom are like quietly rehearsing the scene from when the dude comes to pick up Martin Lawrence's daughter. From- I did uh-huh. Yeah. Did
2: you really? Did oh, oh yes. yes. With my goddaughter, my best friend, <laughs> in his
0: house in Florida, and we went word for word. Oh, that's great, Joel, You have to promise me we can do that in the future. You have to promise. Uh,
3: sure. Well, look, Bad Boy is <laughs> one of my favorite cop series ever. Like so,
0: but Joel, you have to bring your sword out. Like you, like we don't have a gun. Not, so like, I have don't have a gun,
3: so out. I'll bring and, out my sword. Then, <laughs>
2: see, okay, but see, oh, you said sword. Okay, so the kid stayed in the house for a little bit. And we were like, you think you're a man? You think you're a (laughs) woman? You think you you can take one of these? And we took out uh, my best friend, ran a wrestling promotion in Jersey for a little while. So he had some of the old wrestling weapons, and one of those was a kendo stick. Uh So we go out in the backyard, and we start to beat the hell out of each other with kendo sticks. (laughs) And we to the kid, you think you're man enough to take a shot? (laughs) You know,
0: you know what's funny. I always, I always think like we saw clearly how much he was scaring this Reggie kid, right? I always say the line that sold it more than pointing the gun, more than anything, was when he leans in and he goes, "Have you ever made love to a man?" And like, I think that is the line that scarred Reggie because it's like, whoa, whoa, hold on, what? No, because like, he married her in the third. One. What? No, yeah. I, I, I think, I think if you had asked him in that moment, what out of everything scared him, it was that because Will seemed so genuine in that question. Ever made love to a man? No, you want to? Want to? What? <laughs> no, I don't want to.
4: Um,
0: so no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that was so iconic. It was just iconic. You could have 100% let it rest right there. Uh, I mean, hell, even though <laughs> I got shot in the ass. Yeah, you did get shot in the ass. Like, who shot you in the ass? You did. I was doing a lot of shooting. <laughs> um, I oh, I'm sorry. Can I give an honorable
2: mention? For sure, for sure. The original running scared with
0: Gregory Hines and You didn't like Paul Walker's? No. I like Paul Walker. That also had one of the most oh. cringy scenes, putting putting his face down and hitting the puck. Ooh. Yeah. Oof.
2: And uh, oh my god, why can't I forget? I what I just blanked on his fucking name. Um have fun in the castle. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. <laughs> there two cops in Chicago. And um they had one of the best lines in, in that I use to this day. And uh, uh what you call whatchamacallit, the uh oh my god, the guy with the fucking nose from um um Tom Cruise's uh risky business movie. What's his name? Um uh uh Joey Pants, <laughs> Joe Pantaleo.
3: Joe Pantalone, yeah.
2: <laughs> right? So, um what we call it? Where he's driving Act them to try to kill them and they both shoot at him and he swerves and he runs into like a fire hydrant or something they're like uh, uh, Gregory Hines said what were you doing he goes what do you mean what am I doing all six of my shots hit the windshield where were you <laughs> <laughs> please if you get a chance buddy another buddy cop movie Gregory Hines, Billy Crystal um, uh, uh, Jimmy Smith's um Joey Pants Um You know Running Scared. Please, please, please. One of my favorite movies.
0: I gotta make sure I check it out.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know that one. I have to watch that.
0: Yeah, I I only saw the the Paul Walker. The
1: Paul I Walker. didn't even know there was a remake. I, I don't think I've ever heard
2: of it.
0: Yeah. But you know it, it wasn't
2: a remake. It was just uh they just used the title. Oh they just okay. used the title.
0: Oh okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um Joelle, I'm going to pass it over to you, man. Uh, what underrated movie are you throwing in?
3: Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> like, I, I mean, underrated. Well, what do you consider underrated, right? Like Underrated
0: um, just based off of a movie that you thought was really good that literally gets no conversation. Like, it, it's never okay. discussed ever.
3: Got it. And it's probably not discussed because it's kind of old at this point. But... Um, I remember as a kid, I was, like, I think 10 or 11 years old when it came out. And, uh, and you know, I wasn't used to watching, like, drama kind of movies, right? So mm-hmm. this is the first time I watched this, and it was with um, Ed Norton, uh, Primal Fear.
4: Oh, um, okay.
3: That, that movie shocked me because I never, I never, that was, like, the first time I got surprised during a movie. <laughs> I was, like, because the whole movie takes you one way, and then at the end, you're, like, oh, there's a, there's a, without spoiling it. Um, there's a twist, and you're like, "Holy shit!" That was like one of the biggest twists. Yeah, I think it's the first twist I've ever experienced during a movie. Was okay. that movie? And that was like, um, you don't. I don't hear people talking about it enough. I thought it was. I thought the acting was phenomenal by Ed Norton, and of course, um, and he was rest, young in that flick. He was young. He was like, uh, yeah. well, I think he was playing a teenager. He might be a little bit older, but, um, and he. It's just it's a. It's basically about this kid that gets accused of murdering, I think, a Cardinal or some shit. But he kind of plays it like he's slow and he that's stutters cool. and, you know, and then it's just you got to watch it because I don't want to spoil like for whoever hasn't seen it. I know it's been fucking 20 plus years at this point, but um, it's, it's such a good twist at the end of it. But that's why that movie always sticks with me because that's one of the first times I ever was like shocked. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah, no, that that you just defined a, a prime underrated movie. Um, I even think, Joel, you hit a twofer. I think Edward Norton is very underrated as an actor. Um, I, yeah, I think for because sure. he's not always in mainstream <sighs> movies today. Uh, right. a, a lot of people forget uh, and sleep on uh, what this man has done for movies. Um, that actually leads us into our next topic, Joel, which is perfect. Best pop mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have, <sighs> I have three here, and one of them is an Edward Norton movie. And that is a movie that I could have easily put in underrated and that's pride and glory, Edward Norton. And, um, God, I just completely forgot he's penguin. Uh, he's penguin and Matt Reeves is Batman. Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yes. Um, pride and glory. yeah. Pride and glory. They're two cops. Uh, and I really can't tell you anything else or it kind of spoils the, the whole idea of uh, the whole premise of the movie. Um, but man, does Edward Norton and Colin put on a show in that movie? Um, two cops in New York. I think it's New York. Yeah, I think it's New York. Um, it's like all the good cop movies are in New York.
2: Yes, yeah, you know,
0: movie I'm talking that about. was the
2: Our one in Washington Heights.
0: Yeah, yes. from Mr. Carter's basketball
2: movie, whatever it was, right?
0: Yeah, oh,
2: I know two of the, I know two of the, oh my god. Dude, that whole Washington Heights—that—that that, that was uh, uh, the neighborhood I worked at. Really? You know, so yeah, from from the, from you know the train stop of the one train where they we, they threw the kipper under the fence to uh, the bar fight scene between the two brothers mm-hmm. at um, it was Liffey Two on Two Hundred Thirteenth Street and Broadway, and then the uh, kind of like the penultimate finale when it was underneath the the train tracks on the one train yep. Yep. that was the block right behind the bar so yes it took me a
0: little while to remember that flick sorry no 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 I, I I think it was one of the the one of the better cop movies um because they did it did such a good job with that movie and those two working off of each other was so well done so well done um the second movie I want to put up for cop movies is We own the night. Uh, nice. Uh, and um I always mispronounce uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Uh Eva Mendez. Uh first of all, the opening scene. Oh Eva. <laughs> mm-hmm. Woo! Just see it for that. Um, no, but in all, all seriousness, that is such a good movie with a great twist. Um, even that scene, and this isn't spoiling it, even that scene for you guys who have seen the movie where he jumps out the window and lands on the fence. Again, the realism of you feel that, like you feel that. Um, But to me, we own the night. uh, If I was teaching an acting class, that's one of the movies I'd put on and say, soak everything you can from this. Uh, It's just great acting from top to bottom. Uh, Very, very, very good movie. Loved it. Uh, You got pretty much the premise for anyone who's curious. Uh, It's two brothers on opposite sides of the law. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, you know, you have Mark Wahlberg, who's the golden boy, uh, who's the cop who takes after their dad and you have Phoenix, who's a club, a nightclub owner, um, who does dabble in drugs, (laughs) very, very, very much dabbles in drugs. Um, and you have this idea of two guys living two separate lives. Um, and, and they did a great job. There's so many shocking scenes in there, twists and turns. Um, you know, JD, I'll say. And again, this isn't spoiling it for anyone who wants to go actually see it. The scene, J.D., where he's talking to his friend in the uh, in the club and he goes, I never told you that. And, and his friend goes, no, 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 I'm sure you didn't. He goes, no, I didn't. Like, you just feel that in that moment. It's just like, oh, no, man. That's really uh, good. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That movie was really good. So that's my second one. And then my last one before I pass it on to you, J.D., is I'm going, and it was tough because I wanted to go a different route. I'm not even going to do honorable mentions. I, I don't want to take up too much time, but I'm going Brooklyn's Finest. Brooklyn's Finest was so damn.
2: That was with the three so, of them?
0: That was with Don Cheadle, Richard yep. Gere, Wesley Snipes, um, and Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Uh, mm-hmm. It was so well done. And, and to see how it all plays out. Movies don't really do that. And I think Antoine... Uh, yeah, Antoine Fouqua... Fa- uh, uh, Fakwa directed that movie, uh, which I didn't know for the longest time. And I, I wish Fuqua. I had more credit. Um, but it's such a good movie. And the way that movie ended, they don't end movies like that today. They just don't. Uh, and that's all I can say about that. But very well done movie. Those are my three cop movies. We Own the Night, Brooklyn's Finest, and... Um, uh pride and glory uh jd you do not have to give three i just couldn't settle on one that's the only reason i did it
2: okay Uh, okay uh, i I will say um notice see now the new york in me is coming out here right (laughs) and notice how all three of those movies that you selected my good friend were all based in new york not one based in jersey they don't Why do, do you, top you keep throwing
0: in shots at New Jersey, no, JD?
2: <laughs> Why? Whoa! shots. Bro. Wow. I, ain't throw, the shots. Wow. I throw the shots. You threw the shots because you <laughs> laid it out. These are my choices. I'm just saying. I'm just See, saying. It was a compliment, I,
0: though. It was saying how. And great. I
2: thank you. I thank you. And then you, you step on New Jersey. I am, I am reinforcing your compliment and saying how you are on the wrong side of the river, my friend. Okay. <laughs> Can't help what no, you're going no, no, Can't help you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> All All right. Right. what you're so, going Alright What cop movies you got um, Okay you know you threw the gauntlet down And you said three cop movies mm-hmm. um, I'm going to start off with one It's a little tacky and it could be a little Questionable because it's not Really a cop Movie per se But it is The lead of a cop And that is with the iced tea And New Jack City, okay, good flick, yeah, okay, Um, that came out in my time where it was like that was the movie everybody wanted to see when they were in high school, and that was that hot summer flick, and and had uh uh, you know had a soundtrack that was well received by a lot of people at that time. Um, So New New Jack City, it's up there. Um, you can't say cop movie in New York without saying The French Connection. You really can't. And it's an Go old on. flick and it's scary. Where even though the scenery is off, Gene Hackman's performance as <sighs> this is gonna sound like a stretch, but Gene Hackman's performance as Popeye Doyle, who takes his inspiration from Ahab, who is chasing his white whale, and mm. and the white whale being, you know, the the drug uh the drug traffickers coming over from France and using the cars um, and the molding to store their drugs. Um, the French Connection is a great cop flick, and then um, last but not least, it's another period piece. But it was my it was my jam. It was my jam, and it had a Superman element. Because one of the cops wore a Superman t-shirt, although it was uh, a black shirt with a silver Superman shield on it. But he was the actor of the time. Um, and it was Billy D. Williams and Sylvester Stallone hey. taking on Rutger Hauer in Nighthawks.
4: Wow. I... <clears throat> Good call.
2: Absolutely- All right. Those absolutely- are my three cop flicks. I Deep mean cut. Rutger Hauer, I, I saw him at Nighthawks before I, I really saw um uh oh my god uh, uh no not running man. Um oh my god Indiana Jones, what's his name? Going after the uh the replicants. Um
1: Harrison Ford. Oh uh, yes. uh, uh,
2: uh that, that was Rutger Hauer. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Rucker Howard, Harrison Ford, what's the Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> I don't know. What yeah,
1: Rucker Howard is an amazing uh, villain. Is right. so good.
2: Right, the yeah, bold yeah. woman from from the first Star Trek movie, the India woman. I forgot her name, uh, but she was Rucker Howard's love interest in uh, oh, in it, and they were terrorists and just you know doing the thing over the cable on. Roosevelt Field, uh, Roosevelt Field, Jesus Christ, Roosevelt um, Bowen, yeah. the tram to Roosevelt yeah. Island, you know. Oh.
1: by the way, uh, just crazy ass underrated movie, Rutger Hauer, Hobo with a Shotgun. If you've never seen it, yeah, see Hobo it, Hobo with a shotgun. Shotgun. so good, yeah, so, so be such a B movie, but so good,
0: yeah. And I will say, JD, uh, New Jack City definitely counts as a comic. New Jack City,
1: I forgot about that, New man.
0: Has, um, there is a movie I had as an honorable mention that I didn't want to say cuz I feel like Pete might put it on and if he doesn't I'll mention it and that'll right. clarify why that definitely fits.
1: Okay, me. fair enough. I'm curious. I got some real wacky ones. So I don't think I'm I don't think it's going to be one of mine.
0: Okay. No, I, I'm going to wait just in case, just in case. I I've ruined enough for JD to, <laughs> to keep stepping on toes. Um but go ahead Pete. What what cop movies you putting up?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, I obviously, you know, I have trouble just narrowing it down to one. So um, I want to give a couple of just really quick shout outs. Like, there there were some scenes in some movies that really hit home for me. The remake of 21 Jump Street with uh, Jonah Hill and. Oh, oh God, Channing Tatum yeah. mm-hmm. Way, way funnier than I ever thought it was going to be yeah. The scene yep. when he's high on shrooms And he's writing all the fours on the damn thing and Fuck <laughs> science, fuck you science God, I, I cry <laughs> laughing every time yeah, um, I, I, think
4: good I, too.
0: I think I died when Sicle he detected good. the dots That the girl he was with was Ice Cube's daughter
4: uh-huh. And
1: he was
0: yeah. like, wait a minute Oh
1: yeah. Oh! That was it was that movie that, that was part really
4: two. if
1: if they didn't get um what's his name the original J Jonah Jameson back, that was the movie that solidified yeah. Ice Cube can definitely be J. Jonah Jameson for me, right. and I'm totally with it, like 100 <laughs> percent Um I, Besides bad boys, which we just got finished talking about, great flick. Uh mm-hmm. I also want to give a shout out to Blue Streak, Martin Lawrence. That was hilarious. Oh my I God. still remember God. Yotango El Gato and Los Pantalones. And it's like oh, you just told those men you have a cat me, in your pants.
0: You remember this? It. You remember, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Chappelle was pure gold.
1: Oh, it's so good! It so good, and that was like the start of his his career. Like he was yep. barely nobody at that point. That was, yep. I think, that was pre half baked, if I'm not mistaken. It was
0: also before his big stand up. People forget this that. his first that's right. Stand up, that stand up was well, amazing. He did
2: Robin Hood Men in He was 18 years old. That's yeah, right. Okay, so that was probably that was first, first. But like he was, yeah. like you know, he was uh, just uh, coming onto the scene your, at that. Professor,
3: time. I think, was
1: before that too. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh K9 with Jim Belushi and the oh, dog. Yeah. I, I love a good dog flick. I love a good buddy cop I'm flick, sure. but when you add a dog to it and the training on that dog to have the personality that it did, hilarious yeah. flick. And I I suggest everybody go see it. It's way better than Tom Hanks' Turner and Hooch. I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> but it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Um, people fighting out in these streets. Oh,
1: absolutely.
2: <laughs> hey, you know, you know um uh the fonts. Yeah, And uh, hates uh, Tom Hanks because, really? of he, because of Turner and Hooch. I did not they, know that. The two of them will not sit in a room together. Who? Uh, Henry Winkler. Henry oh, really? Winkler and Tom Hanks? Yeah. Two wow. of the nicest guys in Hollywood apparently oh, really? hate each other.
1: I met Henry Winkler, and he's super cool. He's super yeah, awesome. So I guess, His you, team know, uh,
2: you know, math is true. A positive and a positive makes a negative. Wow! So I guess
0: I guess now we know exactly what we will say when we meet either of the two. Just like, man, that's Tom Hanks, right, Henry? (laughs) (laughs) I'll
1: definitely say that shit to Tom Hanks. Be like, (laughs) hey, right? (laughs) So you love
0: the fonz, don't you, man? It's just like
1: (laughs) I I want to raise a glass to my man Chadwick 21 Bridges is a dope flick. Oh yeah. I loved that movie. I thought it was really you know awful. You know what Pete?
0: I always say this. I always say this and it's why I've never talked about that movie. I did not enjoy it, but okay. it did come It did come out like the December of like 2 years ago, I think.
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: Um and then once he passed, it was just like, oh, I could never really speak that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? I watched
1: it beforehand. Uh, me and mom watched it over at dinner theater one night. And mom loves a good cop flick anyway. And I, I think she was always kind of sweet on Chadwick to begin with. So, yeah. She, she loved the flick anyway. Uh,
2: although, there's a little bit of false advertising in 21 Bridges. There's more. There are more. <laughs> there are not 21 Bridges, right. They, they were counting um, – a lot of the railways that led out of New York as a bridge, as
1: well, and there were smaller bridges that they did not count. Uh, I remember doing the math, and I think it came out to like twenty-five or something like that. If you, you can read it, you can read through the whole list.
0: What Pete and JD are saying is exactly why you do movies to New Jersey. You don't have to worry about all
1: that. Yeah, you don't have to. Oh, well, you don't you don't have to, worry
0: to worry about nitpicking pick assholes. Saw, you saw one of the bridges that people don't know about.
2: You you saw it is in popular media. Um, Luke Cage season two where he had that fight with Copperhead mm-hmm. on a bridge okay that was a walkway bridge from 181st right right across to uh
0: to uh, the Bronx. he fought
1: Bushmaster that was Bushmaster Bushmaster,
0: Bushmaster. yes shout out to Cheo man yeah. Chao. man man knows his new york man knows his new york
1: so um, my top three, I, I, I'm almost done. I promise you.
0: No, no, no. I'm sorry. No,
2: uh,
1: you're like, I forget which
2: like one with his speculation. list. Oh, I'm so
1: bad. I'm so I'm terrible <laughs> with this. You know, I can't limit myself. I, I have trouble making decisions. I don't remember if it's Juwan or Joelle that's going to give me a bag of shit for this. But tra- training day was one of my favorites. And okay. I don't care. Fuck what anybody says. Denzel was right the entire damn time. (laughs) Ethan Hawke is an idiot.
0: (laughs) You know what, Pete? I actually rewatched it two days ago because I said, you know what? Again, I've never said that it's a bad movie. I just do think it's a tad. I don't think it's his best movie. And that's why I think it's a tad overrated.
1: That, that movie, like, really nod. led me to believe, like, wow, the, the bad guy's got the right idea. Like, he's not a bad guy. He just kind of... Like, that was the anti-hero moment for me. like
0: Can I, we have another nod, though, to Eva Mendes?
1: Oh, yeah. so beautiful, so so yeah, beautiful. Yeah, she
0: has been just serving it yep. out here for the longest. I mean, oh, Spanish
1: yeah. women, y'all, y'all got lucky. Like they yeah, don't, they don't, they don't do nothing. Like it's just, they're it's just amazing, served. and they can cook. It's,
0: it's, it's fucking fantastic. And I'll also <laughs> tell you, they don't miss. They don't miss. I have ah. not seen an ugly Spanish lead actress. No, I don't think ever no. in my life. Ever, how, about an, how about an
2: ugly Spanish newscaster ever? Oh my ever? god!
1: I don't even know what they're saying, but I watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, Good god. lord! Some of them are
0: thick, and it's like I can't even see the clouds, man. Like, like oh man, oh move man, move like I, I can't. I can
1: see the clouds. It's heaven. That's what that is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, before so, we get can canceled. My, <laughs> <I have
4: to, laughs> my number two, I have
1: to. My number two, I got to ask a question. I got to ask a question. Hey, does anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? Does anybody oh, know why Richie did Bobby yeah. Lupo? Oh,
2: Steven Steven Sig- I have to
1: mention because you brought up what's his name? Uh Ben Kingsley doing the Steve yeah. doing the Brooklyn accent. Yeah. Steven Segal yeah. did one of the worst Brooklyn accents I've ever heard in my yeah. life in Out for yeah. Justice. It was so bad, but it's so good. It's so I good. love that movie
3: though. Yeah. It's so
1: good. <laughs> But my number one, and I, I don't have a number one, but it's one through four of Police Academy. They're oh, great. Yes. They're so good. And I will I that was I like some eighties shit for me. Like I would watch them all the time. I would love
3: a the first one. Of fucking that uh, police academy.
0: With who, Joel?
3: I don't know. There's so many good. Yeah, God, who could options, you cast for that? Well,
2: you know what? If you don't have Michael Winslow doing the sound effects,
1: he could still do it. And he just bring him on back. He's still around.
3: Yeah, bring yeah. him back. Bring him back. A lot of them you can bring back. English.
1: I would even <laughs> like, accept like a wow, not the like a soft reboot. You make. <laughs> oh my God! What if like Mahoney's Captain Harris and Michael Winslow is the commandant of the police academy? I'll wow. accept that very, in a
4: heartbeat.
2: Very good.
4: Very. Good. Oh, I, would, I would love. it. <laughs>
1: You guys know movies. Michael Winslow was not even supposed to be in the movie. The director, oh, no. the director all of a sudden seen him, I think it was at a standup or something, seeing him do his shit. And it's all real. He really does that. Mm-hmm. And he calls up like, whatever, the producer is like, yo, we, we got to get this guy in the movie, write him in. And they did. The rest is history.
0: I, so I'm, I'm done. I'm
1: sorry. I went no, like, you, off on a tangent and a half.
0: Fine. You are completely fine. Those are some really good picks. Joel. I know you mm. keep it you keep your list very short.
4: Yeah, usually <laughs>
0: probably just one. But do you have more than just one to make it three?
3: I can nail you. I could I can rail off a couple if you want. Yeah, I just right you know, right. I only have I so I don't, have, don't feel so bad.
0: <laughs> favorite, <laughs> favorite
3: favorite stuff, you know. I was really gonna come out here and just say all my favorite like fake like Robocop and Judge Dredd. <laughs> And Time Cop, I was going to go all there. Time Cop.
1: I had um, Demolition Man in mind, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I love Demolition. That's, right.
0: That was the one I was going to say uh, I was going to loop in was, was Dread. I was going to say Dread uh, is a cop movie.
4: Yeah,
0: what you true. think about it. That so is, if that, that counts, yeah. I, yes, we we should
1: make a new genre of super cop movie because there's like a yeah. yeah. them. Super Cop was a good movie.
2: Super (laughs) Cop. Wait, who was in that? Wait, Super Fuzz? Jackie Chan, right? Oh, but before Super Cop was Jackie Chan, nobody saw Super Fuzz?
3: That sounds familiar, but I don't
4: don't, That does sound
2: familiar. Or maybe I'm thinking of the Fuzz. Yeah, I'm thinking
0: the Fuzz. I'm thinking the Fuzz is good. good.
2: (laughs) A cop got got superpowers, but anytime he saw red, he'd lose his powers.
4: Huh.
1: Oh that's weird. No, I never saw that. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. like the most specific thing ever. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like hey, you have all these powers, but 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 red can't can't see it. <laughs> it strips yeah. everything right. away. Can't see it. It's just like because yeah. they're
2: boys in blue. What's the opposite <laughs> of blue? Red. Oh, red.
0: That's
1: true. His arch it. enemy is inexplicably the matador. For right. No reason. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, really.
4: you find
2: that yeah, out. Yeah, it's like, you know it's how so easily okay, accessible so red
3: is. Yeah. And traffic lights apparently.
0: So, like, right. but as a, <laughs> yeah. as a kid, as a kid, you got stop,
4: stop signs. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: that's insane. Um, all right, Joel. So, what are you going with?
3: Well, I'm gonna go. My, my first one is gonna definitely be uh, Bad Boys because I told you earlier. I mean, I love those movies, uh, especially the first two. Uh, I, mean, I like the third one too, but I like the first two especially. Um, that first one always got me because that was like one of the first rated R movies I owned physically Mm. the tape the vhs um and it was my two favorite you know shows at the time like martin and and fresh prince and they were together in a movie and it was Mm. rated r and it was like it was like the perfect merger and the bunny cop movie of course that made me want to be a cop i actually wanted to become a cop because of that movie um and other cop movies but that was definitely one of them um but yeah so bad boys i'm gonna bad boys bad boys too um I would say obviously, um, Lethal Weapon, the Lethal Weapon movies, because mm-hmm. um, obviously, how do I talk cop movies and not bring up Lethal Weapon at least once? Yeah. Um, I can you, I mean, can you mention Die Hard? I mean, does that count? I don't know. If that I think counts. that counts. I think that definitely counts. Yeah, yeah. About number yeah. three counts.
1: Number three definitely counts.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah
1: that, that, three for yeah, sure. With, with Zeus or everything.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah.
2: Ah, A lightning bolt up your ass,
3: Zeus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was Zeus. I would definitely probably yeah, I'd probably put that up there. Um, I think those are the main three that stick out to me. And of course the the the, the fake ones that I mentioned earlier because you know they they stayed with me for a long time. Um kind of there was one more, I just can't, I think I lost it. I don't know where it went. Well it comes back to me. I'll definitely I'll I'll mention it again.
0: Yeah, just shout it out. Um, no, th- those are definitely your your. I mean, I had it on here. I also had Man on Fire. Oh, oh, got oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Fire good, one, I got it. Uh
3: Man on Fire was Another one, Copland. Copland Cop was Copland. Yeah, that's a New
2: Jersey. That's a Jersey flick, man. Yeah, yeah. Was it your number one?
3: No, was it but. your number two, three,
2: four, five? <laughs> no. Hey, go no, scratch no, your don't, don't, ass, don't. huh? <laughs> but how
4: many of mine
2: <laughs> were in New York? Mind you, mind you. They worked in New York City. Yeah, they did. They did. And,
5: but that's and how I took I place.
2: can tell you that we well, right here, bro. And threw off, uh, what's the name? <clears throat> threw uh, through the guy off of the ceiling. What uh, off the rooftop? I that is four fifty four Fort Washington Avenue. It's on the corner of one hundred eighty first and
0: Wa- uh, Fort Washington Avenue. We, we
3: were next to each other. I look, I live five minutes from fucking New York City, so I'm not. It's not like a far,
0: guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're right there. We're honestly right, right there, guys.
3: What,
2: what is when you when you uh, when you write down your address? What's the state that you put down before the zip code?
0: Anyway, so I
2: put me, other, I put...
0: the, the other ones that I had here, um, Inside Man. I thought Inside Man was very Yeah, that's good a good song. flick. Right.
4: Good
0: and song. a movie that I very much enjoyed, but I get how other people did not. So I, I'm not here to argue it. I did enjoy Jamie Foxx's Sleepless. I really did.
4: I didn't hey, see that one. I didn't
0: yeah, see it. I, I did enjoy that. I, I really did. Again, that was a
3: more recent one.
0: Yeah, it was maybe four or five years ago.
1: Mm.
0: So I guess that. Mm.
1: I like Jamie Foxx a lot, but he's a he's that kind of like an underrated actor. Like you don't realize, and by underrated, I mean you don't realize his range.
3: Right. right. I mean, he
1: could sh- he can do so much, so many different things. Like I mean, Ray mm-hmm. Charles playing the piano yeah. and singing. People
0: also, forget right. Jamie Foxx. and this is this is a rarity for movies people don't remember this jamie foxx made a 30-minute movie there's a 30-minute movie where it's him and this and this chick and they're like it's like a get rich quick scheme like they're trying to like get this money um and it's at like a i want to say like a (laughs) gas station or something like that and it's only 30 minutes it's like the quickest movie ever but it's like Mm -hmm. why why did you guys make this (laughs) like what why was this made um, but yeah, it's a 30-minute movie. Um, but yeah, Jamie Foxx has a lot of range. I enjoyed Sleepless. It, it 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 extended itself for the possibility of more. More will never happen. But, you know, I did enjoy it. It's been a pretty, pretty cool cast. Um, but yeah, Man on Fire is definitely probably the only cop movie I think I've ever cried to. Um, That was just... It, it was heartbreaking. It, it just was. Denzel mm. can sell some shit. Oh, my God.
2: See, but I like the um, other one he did in Florida. Again, with Eva Mendez. Um... Oh,
4: my oh, God. oh ew, whoa whoa no.
0: whoa <laughs> hell no I him. know which I'm one kidding. you're talking about ill no I'm enlighten the rest I'm of us forgotten movies hold on hold on let me bring it up that is one of his easily forgotten movies
4: well, I, I remember this
0: ah oh, hold on let me let me look it up
3: I'm lost now wait what
0: hold on because I hate this movie with a passion
4: I huh? like that movie
0: Oh, I hate it so much. Uh, it's um, Out of Time.
4: I don't remember uh-huh. out of time.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why you guys don't remember it because the movie <laughs> was the worst thing ever. Who was I that? I'm, I'm hard
1: pressed to find a bad Denzel movie, though. Like, well, I oh, tell oh, you what, oh. you
0: just found it, Pete. It's called okay. Out of Time. Out of time. <laughs> okay. the fucking worst thing ever, JD. Why would you ever mention that thing? Oh. Not for
1: nothing, underrated Denzel movie. At least I don't hear lot, enough people talking about it. Unstoppable. The shit oh, with the yeah. train? Yeah, that was pretty good.
0: That was dope. You know, what? you know what? I apologize, JD. I took all that anger out on Out of Time. That is not the worst Denzel movie. Two Guns is the worst Denzel movie.
1: I didn't see that Ooh, shit either. No oh, yeah, way. Yeah, I, heard, I
0: remember that. Yeah, that was flaming shit. That was <laughs> at his worst. <laughs> Underrated, <laughs> though? Fallen. That was
1: good. Fallen was really Fallen good. It was oh my good.
0: God, I my aunt put me on to Fallen. Yeah, my aunt put me on to Fallen. It was it was really good. Yeah. It's
4: on my side. Um, yes, it is.
0: Now, a movie that's not horrible of Denzel is that it gets, gets stepped on a lot. I really enjoyed Safe House.
1: Came
0: I did not see room. that one. Like house house. Right. It was okay. I
1: enjoyed I didn't
3: it. it. I, didn't yeah, it was, I thought it'd be better, but it was not bad.
0: Yeah, not at all. Um, All right. This is going to be our last topic of the night, so I can get you guys out of here. This one we're going to have fun with, but we're only keeping to one. This goes to me and Pete. Uh, (laughs) We can only keep it to one. And this is Best Comedy Movie. I only have
1: one on this. This is good.
0: Perfect, perfect. (laughs) For this, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. It's the movie that defined what I believe comedy to be, and Scary Movie does not exist without it. And it is airplane. I nice. know everything about airplane. Good choice. It is. Oh God, I could watch that movie a million times and never get never get tired of it. Um, so I'm going airplane. That that's what I'm going with. Pete, what are you putting up there? I
1: it took me a while to come up with this. It really did. But I remember watching it in the movies and having to go two or three times because people were laughing so hard that you missed. It. Problem with seeing comedies in the movies. But to me, it represents the last of a bygone era, the, an era where you could get away with jokes that you definitely can't get away with anymore today. And I may get some shit for this, but Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is still one of the funniest movies to me ever. Like, I, the, the, the jokes in that, if you, if you, and I'm not gonna repeat them here, obviously, but the things, if you can just hear them in your head, like from Will Ferrell talking to them outside of the diner, to Chris Rock talking to the intern. Good Lord, I cry laughing every single time. Right down to, you know, I got punched in the fucking dick by a guy named Cockknocker. Avenge me. And I mean, this was admittedly during my stoner era where like I was just blazing every single day. It was my early 20s. I was high all the time. And this was one of those movies that was our go-to. God, I must have seen it 150 times if I saw it once. It, it, it's so good. And I still go back to it, and I still laugh my ass off.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's exactly how I view uh, Airplane. I'm with you, man. That That is a hilarious movie. It's
1: another one of those movies that, like, Airplane, you can't get away with half the jokes in Airplane anymore. Hell
0: no. Hell no. You can't even get away with the first ten minutes of airplane.
1: Did I send it to you, or did I send it? I don't remember if I sent it to the, think this guys. group or the Pete's Basement. Or the, I can't. I wish I could actually quote the Jive scene. The Jive scene is phenomenal, but the, when the, the the stuck up little the kid asks the girl she wants coffee, she's like, "I like my coffee how I like my men, strong and black." <laughs> it <laughs> one of the most phenomenal lines I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I still I was using that at work, and you know where I work. So imagine how hilarious that fucking line was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely, uh, obviously, I saw Airplane a lot later after it came out. Um, I remember thinking Scary Movie was like the greatest thing ever. Uh, I remember my, yeah. aunt was, have you ever seen Have you ever seen Airplane? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. When she put it on, I was just like, as soon as it was off, I was just like run it back, uh-huh. <laughs> run it back, run it back. This is this, Oh, this is gold. This is gold. I'm
2: just letting you know, precursor to it all. My pick will defeat you all. Please continue. Okay. And go uh-huh. ahead. I mean, you, no, 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 no. I would no, like to, you got to lean like, into that. No, I need Joel. To okay. Go ahead. So. Joel. Uh-huh. I, I'm ending on this. One, baby. Okay. Go ahead, Joel. <laughs> All
3: right. Well, I don't have a specific one because this, for me, it's hard because I, my it changes for me all the time, but, for me, what never changes is how funny I I feel. Will Ferrell movies are. <laughs> um, he's like one. Well, I, I can't. I I can go. I can I can rally off a couple of them. Like I, how much I love Step Brothers, Semi Pro, mm-hmm. and yes. uh, Talladega Nights. I like I <laughs> Got all
2: those picks with me. I'm with that. Yeah.
3: I'm sorry, did I? Unless unless I <laughs> screwed one of yours up, but um.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no! I like them all. I like them
3: all. Oh, good, good, good. Um, those, those especially, but um, the other guys. Did I say that? Because I love that one too. That's a good um, one. I just, I just love him, and like in most times like that there's not always hits, but um, most of the time they are. And those like anytime I see a movie with like Will Ferrell, and like sometimes it helps like who's his partner, but. Sometimes it just doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: but you, you uh, didn't mention old school. Like old school is old one of my school. favorite ones. Of
4: my his. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> Frank the yeah. tank. Frank the Frank tank. Frank <laughs> tank. <laughs> Yo, you I, can't go wrong. We'll we're win. streaking.
2: I,
0: I love I love your pick, Joel, just being Will Ferrell. Mainly yeah. because I think all his earlier work was probably the best Will Farrell will ever get. A uh, but you know, a what? Stretch,
1: Joel's right. Like he even made like cameo appearances in movies that weren't his own, but he owned those cat. Mom, yeah.
2: the meatloaf, <laughs> the wedding <laughs> crashes. <laughs> wedding crashes
0: would have been my honorable mention.
4: That is a I good play. I mean, flick. no,
0: I mean, to me, I think my favorite World Pharaoh is probably Talladega Nights. Oh, it. it legit. I mean, when he's saying the prayer, when he's saying the Linky prayer Bobby. at the table and he's like, dear uh, five ounce three <laughs> <thousand> <laughs> and yes. and like, yes. Why, why
4: are you doors. getting so specific? I have to interject <laughs>
2: my one the, <clears> My <throat> favorite
1: line does not belong to Will Ferrell but it said at yes. Will Ferrell was, Lord, please don't let the invisible fire burn my friend and I, I've <laughs>
0: died I I mean, Pete, it's the running, it's the running gift. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky. Put that on me. I like to pray to baby
4: Jesus. The
2: Jesus out there, baby Jesus is my favorite Jesus.
0: Wait, wait, baby. Weren't they telling him like he couldn't pick the handsome Jesus. So he went with baby Jesus. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Well, how about what he named his kids? If I want the girls, I <laughs> would name them Doctor Quinn and Medicine Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then even, 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 uh, uh what's name, uh, 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 Sacha Baron Cohen. You know, oh, God. he's he's a Willy Willy. What's a Quinn? He's a Willy Willy sin pancake. Yeah, I mean, it's so <laughs> really stupid.
0: Break it, break it, Frenchy, break it, just break it. Oh my God! Yeah, oh. Talladega Knights is up there. Step Brothers with I'll put my nutsack on your drum set. He actually does
4: it.
3: It's yeah, like,
4: oh my god! Did, did my
3: you put god. your nutsack on my drum set?
4: <laughs> <laughs> he He's like,
3: <laughs> um,
5: but
0: I, I will give a really quick shout out before you end this. End this out, JD. Um, a movie from John C. Riley that does not get talked about enough is. Um, Dewey Cox Uh, oh yeah when I tell you that movie uh, talk about couldn't be uh, couldn't exist today when she said in my dreams you're blowing me and then took the longest pause and came in and said kisses it's like all right, come on (laughs) 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 and then she ends it with that's my favorite thing to do that movie is hilarious from the jump John yeah. C. Riley also does deserve some love. That that man. He does. Is, yes, he like, does.
3: That's yeah. why I love him and Will Ferrell yeah. together. Sometimes, I even was, though I don't know yeah. how they
0: fucked up that
3: that Holmes and Watson movie, but you know, yeah. Yeah. I was very
0: yeah. disappointed. In that's sure. a shame. Yeah. yeah, they are. They that's are tough. honestly a golden couple. Yeah, um, yeah. like they, I put them right up there with. I'd take anything Will and Martin wanted to do together. I'd take anything John and Will wanted to do together. I oh, okay. um, so they're definitely a great duo. Um, they might
1: be. I'm I actually surprised that I didn't think of this until just now. They might be the Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor of uh, like times. Yeah, that. Yep. I was just yeah. Just thinking
4: that.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. See no evil, hear
4: no evil is yes. one oh, of yes, my classic. favorite movies. Classic. Yes.
0: Um, just the premise of two guys, one can't, <laughs> see, one can't hear.
4: Right.
1: <laughs> okay. To this day, the when Richard Pryor is driving the car. And he looks at Gene Wilder, and Gene Wilder freaks out. Don't look at me. Look at the road. All right, if it makes you feel better, like that <laughs> fucking.
2: Matter. That's the funniest fucking scene to me because it's so okay. subtle. So, That's the key to it: subtlety. May, may, I use this as the lead into my? Please, question.
4: please, A movie I'm so anxious will to hear this.
2: Never, ever be recreated, in its fucking lifetime our lifetime, or any other subsequent lifetime because too many motherfuckers will get butt hurt to (laughs) no level. You have my attention. By Richard Pryor. Excuse me. Co-written by Richard Pryor. A TV series came out that was not known at all. And even though 12 episodes exist, only three episodes were ever aired and only those three can ever be found starring Lou Gossett Jr. Wait, I don't know. Richard Pryor could not be in the movie because of his dispute with his contract at CBS and his show and not being able to be on it. So they had to find another actor by the name of Cleavon Little to star alongside Gene Wilder and that movie is Blazing Saddles.
1: Wow. Oh, yes, okay, Blazing Saddle. God, no, oh man,
2: that movie. You want to talk about pissing everyone off? Mm-hmm. Everyone, hey, let me tell you, communities that had never even existed in the mainstream were pissed off in today's era, were pissed off back then before they even knew what to be fucking pissed off at. Okay, <laughs> um, Mel Brooks definitely the king of comedy when it came to also breaking the fourth wall and bringing Mm -hmm. people in on the joke Um, Cleavon Little held his own as the ultimate straight man Mm -hmm. in that flick even to the point at the end of the flick when he's riding off into the sunset you see what happens after the sunset and it's the limousine waiting to pick up the actor so he can take him back to the fucking trailer which is on set all right, um, I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this part, but when, when Gene Wilder and Cleavon Little um, go to sign up for the bad guys that are going to break up this town, they dress up as the Ku Klux Klan, and when Cleavon Little goes to sign his name on the roster, they start to freak out because they see... He's a black guy, and then Gene Wilder flips his hand, rubs a little spit on it, and says, "Look, it's coming off." That is not something that can be done today. <laughs> and to know that was written by Richard Pryor, it's just like, "Are you kidding me, dude?" It's like the levels of comedy that happen in this flick. Um, uh, when they when they break the set. And they start going through the studio fight. Yeah. That is the biggest pie fight, food fight in the history of any movie. They top that scene in Animal House, hands down.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's awesome that Richard Pryor wrote something, because anyone that knows Richard Pryor knows some of his best work it was written by Paul Mooney. So to know mm-hmm. that Richard Pryor wrote something himself is is it's, it's really I I like that. I like to hear that. Like to hear that. <laughs> anyone that knows comedy knows. One oh, of the yeah. true godfathers, as Dave Chappelle. It's why he was on almost every season of the Chappelle show. Paul Mooney is one of those godfathers, one of those yeah. unspoken godfathers.
2: Was um, he so then was he on the show? Was he attached to to the Richard Pryor show? No, was he attached to Richard Pryor show?
0: Oh no, this wrote, is just a stand-up. This is just a stand-up. Well, we'll see that so Paul Mooney
1: wrote Richard's stand-ups?
0: He wrote some of Richard's stand-ups. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So when Richard Pryor had the show on CBS, right?
2: you wanted to get out of the contracts and it was uh, originally supposed to be a skit show right and because of one of the disputes the second half the second half of that first that only season was just pretty much leaning on a lot of Richard Pryor's um stand-up comedy what they were able to air Mm. um and and uh um just uh dude Blazing Saddles can never be topped Even when they try to tone it down on Channel 11, Mm -hmm. it is, it is, it is beyond, uh, I I mean, Cleavon Little, you know, destroying everyone's notion of a sheriff, being a black sheriff, walking into a white town, commanding a presence, you know, they didn't know, I mean, their jaws dropped at every moment and he- Holding
1: the gun on himself- Don't move or he gets it. Like, holy shit!
2: And 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 the the insanity of that scene is, you know, when uh when oh my god, Madeline Kahn tried to turn him to the evil side and ends up falling in love with him. You don't need to know what happened. All you need to know is she was serving him the biggest German sausages she could find for breakfast, and and Cleveland was playing it off like. Yeah, I
1: Mel Brooks that. was the was like the king of like the lead in shot, like the next <laughs> scene let you know what just happened. But it was, yes, it was much more subtle. Happened.
0: I do yeah. want to ask this before we get out of here. Where do you guys put Tropical Thunder?
3: Oh, um, Tropical Thunder. Um, I haven't
1: seen that in a long time. I know that was probably one of, like Tom Cruise's best roles because he was so yeah. insane in that. Yeah, for sure,
4: for sure.
2: Well, no. he played Harvey Weinstein. That's what yeah, he did. yeah. I
1: mean, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. He I came. find
1: that movie being defended a lot lately because of RDJ's role in it. I, right. People are like
0: I will say, as the resident black guy here, yeah. there was never any offense taken to.
1: to but that. he was by smart people like you, but stupid people was, who have either never seen the movie or something. Sure.
0: Just for anyone listening to this, who is probably one of those Twitter trolls that's trying to hop on that, the the whole purpose was to make fun of the right. concept yeah. of someone trying to be a Black character who is not Black.
4: Yep. Uh,
0: it, was, it was the trope of making fun of it. It was not meant to be like Robert Downey Jr. is supposed to be like this serious Black guy and they couldn't find any... No, no. no. It was meant to be a joke. It's why...
1: Everybody's response was, well, did you see the movie?
0: Right, and My- it's also why you get the And it's a very important scene It's obviously meant to be funny, and it was But when he and Brandon T. Jackson Are in the, the water talking And he's like, why do you keep talking like that? Talking like what? And he's like, alright, so if I say Hello, governor, like that And then he's like, hey, <laughs> you make fun of me And he's like, yeah, that's the point so It's the idea of making fun of you Because it came, it came from the scene when they were cooking
2: Right? Yes, yes. By the way, sounding if, like that.
1: <laughs> if you've never watched the uh on the I think the Blu-ray or the DVD or whatever, they have the extras where they're doing like the the voiceover, whatever the commentary on the shit, mm-hmm. and it's all the actors and they're just like talking the whole time. They talk about the red carpet and all of this, but Robert Downey Jr. is still in character but as Robert Downey Jr. Right. So do yourself a favor, watch the whole movie again with the commentary. It's, it's a whole other adventure of laughter. And that's I, all I'm going to tell you. I it's fantastic.
0: For the movies that never existed. Yes. yes.
1: I forgot right. about those. Yes. They were the
0: best. And to just make things a little bit more clear, what Robert Downey Jr. did is not the same thing as casting someone white for a Japanese character in that no. Scarlett Johansson movie. That <laughs> that's the difference. Which that's one? the biggest difference. Uh, Ghost in
2: you know, the
1: Shell. Yeah.
0: The, the Japanese
1: didn't even care about that. They were like, hey, cool. Like They're mad laid back. Like, they're just like, hey, cool. They're making a movie. But,
0: but that's what I'm saying. That's, that's different. That's legit a character that should not be white, that you are making white. This was not supposed to be a black <laughs> right. character. That's the difference. So that's why... I mean, I watched it with my dad, and my dad didn't leave that movie going, How dare they? Right. He was crying because it was so damn hilarious. So yeah,
3: it's it's up there. I'll say that.
1: I, I want to add one thing to this that it, it, it's a hilarious movie. It's probably incredibly offensive to a lot of people. So I don't have, recommend everybody watch this, but all if you three have not seen this, please watch the Kentucky Fried movie. This what? is
2: a classic. <laughs> it's an
1: old movie from 1980. It basically starts out, like, remember how we were talking about Juwan with your dad, like, being at the movies where you'd see uh, commercials, you would see, like, a news broadcast, you would see other stuff, coming attractions, Mm -hmm. and then you would see your feature film, and then you would see little snippets and stuff afterward. That's your entire experience with the Kentucky Fried movie. You're getting previews, you're getting a news broadcast, you're getting commercials, you're getting the whole nine yards in this skit, sketch comedy combination of shit and the main movie, which is about 25 minutes, is a take on Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon which is in and of itself hilarious, but the entire thing is just out of this world outrageously offensive and funny from the joy of sex which I, I won't even spoil that for you, but you can definitely look that one up you can look them all up online, but please Please, if you like Airplane and that style of comedy, you will definitely appreciate Kentucky Fried Movie.
0: I'll put it on my list, and I will say to end us out, guys, if that movie makes the list, Pete, Undercover Brother makes the list. <laughs> I That's a love, love the show. Yes. They put Joe. Manny. Manny. Uh, when, when I tell you I did not eat mayo <laughs>
5: for
0: years, and Undercover Brother, uh very quick story we're getting out of here. Undercover Brothers is why I never ate the Popeye sandwich. I that swear is, to God, yeah. I well, thought the craze, the craze of the Popeye sandwich, I thought was Undercover Brother coming to life. <laughs> <When I heard laughs> the dude, black people were killing each other over a chicken sandwich. I said, oh my God, Undercover Brothers said this would happen. I've not, <laughs> not eaten it. Yeah. I stayed away. I still to this day have not eaten it. Because I'm like they were trying mm-hmm. to kill us with that guy. Well, all
2: right, while well, you said friend. that, if you want to add to it, tell me you guys saw the miniseries Hunters on Amazon. Yes, yes I, I did. I, yep.
3: I really, I liked oh, it too. So you I'm know, I'm odd man I I'll
2: go find it with the chicken sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And the blackout and the, yeah. uh, um, uh, oh my god, what are? Oh my god, um, corn syrup.
0: Yes. Yes. And yes. And anyone that knows anyone black. High up there. I
2: think we all do. <laughs> I
3: think I know, you know one at
2: least. <laughs> maybe Joel. Maybe
1: you, you never. They, know. Didn't,
2: they didn't paint yeah. it with the comedy that undercover brother did, right. but that impact is being felt
0: today. Yep. yep. So when I tell you guys, I stayed away from I stayed away from mayo. I Fucking looked in watches that could squirt out hot sauce. That Dude. whole thing was just, it was my life for <laughs> the longest. My dad actually. In um, one of his one of his older places, had a large ass undercover brother poster, and I swear we'd watch that shit on on. I'm radio.
2: with it, dude. So the fight scene with the two women. Yes, in mm. the
0: shower. Uh, Cameron yeah. Diaz and I can't remember the other. The no, other. No, not guy.
2: Cameron Diaz.
0: No, not Cameron it Diaz. Was, I'm sorry. Uh, Carmen was it Carmen Electra? No. No, it was Charlie Sheen's <laughs> C- C- <laughs> wife. What's her name? Denise Richards. Richards. Denise Richards. <laughs> Denise, Richards. <laughs> Denise Richards. And funny enough, the lady who played the mom in uh, Lovecraft Country. Yes. She yes. And- yes. That was her. That was yes. her. Yes. 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 Um, now again, that's another movie that might offend a certain kind of people, but I tell you, if it doesn't matter to you.
2: Oh, dude, hilarious. come on. Angry Brother, Smart Brother, yeah, Undercover Brother. Yes. They, they, they played at the tropes, but it was like it was so over the top in your face, you understood where the reference came from. Mm-hmm. And
0: I'll tell you this. Bringing in Neil Patrick Harris was a stroke of genius. Yeah. And he went crazy at the end and murdered that guy. What <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> uh, Hilarious. And then Billy P. The Williams being the guy that influenced salesman? that chicken. Yeah. yeah. Genius. Stroke of genius. And I'm glad yeah. they never tried to redo it, bring it back. That is a classic that should stay. Well,
2: in- it was a web series. You know that, right? It was what?
4: I know it was a that. web series. I didn't know that.
0: No, I didn't know yeah. that.
2: Uh, all brother, the chunky dude that he played one of the, the villains in the Ninja Turtle, Michael Bay Flick. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Um, he was, it was his web series. Oh, no, I didn't know that. And yeah, so remember how Flash animation uh, was like the early type of online anime? Yeah, online? yeah. I do remember um, that. <laughs> so Undercover Brother came from that. He did I a few heard. episodes. I don't know how many he did, but yeah, he did the voice of it also.
0: That is hilarious. So yeah, <laughs> Undercover Brother, if you have not seen it, very old movie, but go check it out. Oh, awesome. Um, I love oh, it. It's so good. And Eddie Griffin is also slept on.
3: Eddie Griffin's awesome, man. True.
0: Very, very, very much. But um, this was a great episode, guys. Yes. Uh, huge shout out to Pete, JD, Joel. Uh, please, guys, make sure you are liking, subscribing, and commenting. L- leave us comments down below your thoughts on Jeffrey Dean uh, wanting to be lobo, your thoughts mm-hmm. on Let There Be Carnage trailer, your favorite cop movies, your most underrated movie, and what's your favorite comedy? If, if you disagree with anything we said here, which we said a lot, let us know mm-hmm. in the comments, share your thoughts, please, yeah. please, please. We would love to argue with you, Joel. Yes. Our- <laughs> um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Joel I'm going to come
1: to your house and see if you can say it to my face.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to We got to say it to our face. Um, but no. Thank you guys very much. Um again, we will be breaking down Bad Batch this week. Uh so stay tuned for that. Episode 3 of Bad Didn't Batch. like
2: it.
4: You
0: oh. told me. And oh. I told you, J.D you got to stick with it. Just stick with it. Just stick I with didn't
2: it. like episode 2, kid. I'll, I'll give it another episode, but I didn't like
0: it. Uh, I don't even know what to say to you right now. Not um, much to say. I don't know what to say to you, man. Um, oh, really quickly, Joel. D- Joel, did you recognize who that Jedi was at the beginning of episode one?
3: Of course I did.
0: Swear to God I didn't until so AJ told me.
3: A word? You I remember I read I read the comic. I mean, I read a comic, so I remember his name being Caleb. but and even though you? it was pretty obvious.
0: And you know what's crazy? I'm watching and I'm like, God damn, this sounds like Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and AJ's like, oh, yeah, because it is. And I'm like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. But, yes, please make sure you guys check out uh, Bad Batch. Um, and also, make sure you guys check out an all-new episode from me and Joel of Much Ado About Nothing. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, yes. the feel of the city is back with the Knicks being good again. So make sure you yes. guys check, out, check that out and hear our thoughts.
2: Uh Pete, what well, Let's we got-
0: go next. Uh yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what do
1: you Let's got? Let's go next, baby. I they actually pretty- have a interview coming up with an author for a book that will benefit New York's Chinatown. Uh so we can look forward to that within the next couple of weeks. I have a Kickstarter up right now. And I will have more information on that next week as I look further into the case. I'm literally just setting this interview up and everything. So it'll be set up for this week. And then by the time I'm done editing it, it'll be up uh, within a week or so after that. And I mean, I'm up for anything pretty much that benefits New York City. And I mean, I was down in Chinatown almost every day when I was in high school. So that. It's something cool like that. This was set up through a fan of the basement that put me in touch with this guy. So I'm really looking forward to doing this interview. And of course, I do have the Falcon unboxing. Uh, I just got a another new Transformers toy. So I, I, I've got a few things on the roster. I just really need to clean off my round table here because I've been eBaying so much stuff that my basement is more of a <clears throat> mess than it's ever been. In an effort to clean, I have made more of a mess. Has anybody ever gone through this problem?
0: Always happens to clean, mm-hmm. you have to get a little messy. It, it, I feel
1: it, like it's the chaos before the order, but damn it. Absolutely right. Stuck in the middle of it.
0: Always is always to so where you're like, man, I'm gonna clean up today. And then you blink and you're like, Why is everything everywhere?
1: That's I've made right. I've made matters worse. I've made things worse. <laughs> yeah, because you
2: start playing with stuff besides that. I mean, I'm always playing with besides
0: stuff. Besides that, yeah, besides that. <laughs> Um JD, what we got cooking with you, my brother.
2: I cannot say yet. Yeah. Uh, I do have things coming up. You know, we're celebrating the 13th anniversary of Unstoppable Comics at the end of the month. So I will be able to make at least one of the three announcements that I have coming up.
0: Nice. Yeah. I, I, be- I better be the I better be the first person to hear it, uh JD. I bet yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna
2: be- announce it here, guys. All right. That's what I'm yeah. talking
0: about. That's what I'm talking right. about. Um, also, just to leave you guys with this, make sure you are tuning into Netflix this Thursday, the last and final season of Castlevania. Yes, oh,
1: yes. Thursday. Yes. yes. So
2: make I'm sure you that. guys I stay
0: like tuned it. for that. Um, mm-hmm. But outside of that, guys, that is all we have for you. Uh, make sure you guys again like, subscribe, comment, give us your thoughts. But till next time, peace.
4: Peace. Later, everybody. Peace.